One, two, one, two. Now here we go. You know what time it is? Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast. Today, guys, we have another barnstormer. You asked for him. I've delivered. Jaden Hoskins, the content creator extraordinaire, is on the sofa. You asked. He's delivered. Welcome, my brother. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good. This is actually a very comfy podcast setup. I like it. Mate, it's, it's pretty good, isn't it? It's pretty yeah. good. You know, I could really settle in here. I think... Um, People are going to be surprised, mate, because they've got two fucking legends sat on the sofa again. I know. Look at this, eh? Would yeah. you look at that? Look at that, mate. On YouTube, you are looking superb right now. Do you reckon? <laughs> I hope so. I reckon we're both looking pretty superb. Yeah, mate. I'll tell you what, mate. We're, I'm making baldness look fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. Mate, I think the best place to start with you is like, obviously, like, I put out a poll on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I said, people, who do you want to see? And this week, mate, I've got people, every, everyone that everyone's been asking for for weeks and weeks and weeks got lined up. Obviously, you're the first one. Mm-hmm. I've got loads of people asking about you. I know from from mutual friends of ours before we met today, obviously, that, that you've been through a similar journey. 100%. S- to, to, to what I've been. And obviously, we've had a bit of pre-talk on the pre-roll, but yep. um, we've been through similar journeys. And I think there's a lot, of juice in this for people listening today mm. because of of our experiences of maybe you know the, us expecting the world to see us in a certain way mm. and turning up that way but maybe it not always be in that way for us kind of thing if, if, if that kind of makes sense yeah 100% the last especially the last three months <clears throat> maybe just over three months has been a huge change in just my life um, I think definitely like just the way I think the way I look at the world the way I sort of operate myself has changed a lot, and that's mostly thanks to our mutual friend Lino. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he's definitely changed. And changed I can't, a lot. and I can't wait to do that podcast. In fact, I'm actually thinking as well after I do that podcast with Lino that I get like uh, me, Lino, you, and Mitch to sit down and do a podcast. That would be epic. Because yeah. I think that I think that is a podcast the world needs. To oh, hundred percent. Because we've all because we've because we've all accentuated through this this breathwork journey and all this yeah. stuff. But before we go into that. I want to give people um, the full insight into you. So just mm. just break down for the people who don't know you who are listening to this exactly mm. what you've been doing the last few years, mm. and then and then the kind of point where you kind of felt you you felt a bit lost. Yeah, hundred percent. So my life's been like a huge roller coaster. Like I grew up in um, a place called Coffs Harbour in New South Wales. So. I moved there when I was about five. I was born in Sydney, and uh, yeah, my family moved up to a place called Kroonai Beach, and um, I went to school there um, all my life, played rugby league, I played a lot of sports, loved all that sort of stuff, and um, yeah, I got into, when I was about probably 12 or 13, I started getting into YouTube, and this was back before YouTube was even really a thing, like no one was making money on it and all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff, yeah. and I was very large into gaming. So I got into Call of Duty and things like that, and I was like obsessed with it. I used to just play it like nonstop, and um, that's how I actually got into video editing. So when I was in about probably like year eight or nine, um, I started yeah, gaming very hard, and then 
just learnt how to use um, different softwares to edit my footage. So, like, we'd make Call of Duty montages online. So, which you were was, just editing it and put it on YouTube? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, back yeah. before, maybe, like, 20, uh, the channel's still live now, I think. It's, like, probably, like, 2010, 2011 sort of thing. Um, yeah, I had a YouTube channel. I even done, like, a tutorial on there once on, like, how to use Adobe After Effects and things like that. And I was, yeah. like, so young and I had no idea. I was just obsessed with it. I think it's, like, anything, the more time you put into something, um, sort of the better you get at it. And back then, I just put all my time and effort into video editing and and gaming that I just didn't really care about anything else and that sort of affected me and my schooling and stuff like I was all I was very I was naturally smart I was like one of those people in school who didn't really have to try too hard and I'd sort of like always get in the top classes I was never at the top top of the class but but you could just coast through get I could just, C's yeah. and B's and just tick all the boxes you just ticked tick. all the boxes yeah, yeah, yeah with no effort at all really so I was very lucky in that sense but when I got into sort of like year, year 9 and 10, it was when gaming sort of became really big for me and like I was obsessed with it. I didn't go to parties. I didn't do literally like anything. All my mates would, you know, on the weekends, they'd go out and like party and whatever and I'd just be, I'd turn up to school on Monday, they'd have all these stories. Oh, we went and done this, went down the beach, blah, blah, blah. And people were like, what did you do on the weekend? And I was like, just gamed, really. I didn't do anything. And like I didn't understand at the time, but that's sort of what, Learning how to do video editing and sort of content creation back then before it was a job gave me the biggest head start on, I guess, life today because it's such a big thing in today's sort of society. But I remember there was this one time in science class that I was sitting there and I was actually – because we got given laptops in school when I was in year nine. And as soon as I got that, I was like, fuck, sick. I get to, <laughs> I get to, I get to edit my gaming videos in class. Like, this is, this is epic. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as I got that laptop, hey, it was definitely not good for my grades because I was sort of like just signed in on the internet, downloaded because we had Premiere Pro and After Effects and things on our computer because we used it for school. It's so good that you were, you were doing that with your time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was, I was like doing like boxing stuff or fitness stuff. I'd spent my time doing that rather than the schoolwork. Well, I was still, I was still all in, uh, um, like sports, I played representative rugby league, I played representative cricket and things like that. So sports was still a huge part of my life and that's something that I loved. But gaming sort of, yeah, it took over. I, I'd be at footy training and I'd just be thinking about playing Call of Duty when I got home sort of thing. So, yeah, I remember this one time in science class, I was I was sitting there, I was editing a, a montage video for, for Call of Duty and I got caught, I always used to get caught editing. And um, this one time the teachers blew up and he just kicked me out of the class. It's like, you're never going to, you know, you're always bloody on your laptop. Like, you're editing these stupid gaming videos. They're never going to go anywhere. Like, And I got kicked out. I remember sitting there, <clears throat> I picked up my laptop, walked out of the classroom. As soon as I got out of the classroom, I sat there. I was like, fuck, I'm just going to keep editing. So I was sitting outside editing more and then it became a problem. And at home as well, my mum and dad were always like, oh, you know, you need to get off the games. Like, they'd take the PlayStation yeah, off you or whatever. And yeah. so it got to the point where I was like, all right, maybe this is something that I should give up. Like, I don't, I don't think it's probably going to be beneficial for my career in the end. And so I gave it up in like year 10, focused on year 11 and 12 and, um, I still always just, I still always enjoyed it. And I got a, I got a, my mum and dad bought me a camera one Christmas. And uh, as soon as I got that, it was so hard to like learn how to film because I knew how to make a full movie in Premier, in After Effects, Premiere Pro. I knew how to edit, but the gaming footage was recorded off my TV. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. for me to film off a camera, I picked it up. I was like, what, what is it? I didn't even know what settings were. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So when I got into year 12, there was, there was a class called uh, Multimedia. There was a topic or whatever called Multimedia. And I was like, oh, I think that's like video stuff. And I was like, well, maybe this is the point where somewhere in my school I can learn, actually learn this properly. And so I picked it, but no one else picked it. So I had to do it distance education. 
which is like you get a free period in your in your class and you go to the library and you work on whatever topic you pick sort of thing. And yeah. so I was like liaising with this company from Byron Bay. It's called SAE Institute. So I think yeah. Yeah, I was like sort of studying. So they're teaching you from a distance at this point, yeah. like online learning. Online learning. It was yeah, all about yeah. multimedia, anything from Photoshop, After Effects, all that sort of thing. And so that was sort of like my favorite subject at school. I loved it because one, I, I, I like learning by myself. I don't like someone telling me, how to do something, you know? So this, by me sitting there, I could watch videos online, like they would send me videos, but then I also use things like YouTube and that. So I just got this, this one hour a day that I had in my class, I just put all my time and effort into really learning how to not only just edit gaming videos, but edit real life stuff, you know? So I yeah. just, my, my major project was, um, I had to make a, a sort of a movie using all the things we learnt, um, throughout sort of the class. And I edited a, a motocross video of my little cousin riding around, um, so my auntie and uncle live next door to where my mum and dad were and where I lived. And, uh, yeah, I filmed my little cousin riding around on his motorbike and made this little, like, movie out of it and um, sent it off as, like, my major project. And um, I actually emailed uh, Bliss and Esso, um, like, a band of... Yeah, 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 yeah. And because yeah. we needed to do... A part of the project was you needed to have copyright, like, you needed to get it approved by the song or whatever yeah, you wanted yeah, to use. Yeah, so you're using their song. So I used their song and I was like, fuck, hopefully they reply to me. I had no idea they would. Is, and that, then, is that the song that... I just want to be that way No, nah, it was... It, it was No, nah, it was called My Life. The song is uh, yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah. So I emailed them, and then funny enough, I don't know how, but they got back to me, um, and they're like, "Yeah, sweet man, like you can use the song, or whatever." And I was like, "Sick!" So I had Bliss Nelson's song on this video, and then sent it in, and uh, I got like ridiculous grades for it. Like they, the the people, like the HSC or whatever, were studying this. I think they ended up using my video as like an example to show other students, like this is you know what you could, what you could do, and that just goes to prove that you should always like lean in and lean into things that you're passionate about 100 percent. because and ignore every fucker that tells you not to yeah exactly it's 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 like people have said to me in the past like frankie like why are you podcasting mate you you've got a content removal business i'm here but but like this is what's my passion yeah exactly i loved it i I like communicating with people man i don't want to i don't want to i don't want a content removal company i got one yeah, and it's good, but that's not that doesn't light me up like this does. Exactly. You know what yeah. I'm but even when I got those grades and stuff, I loved it. Loved making the video. All my family watched it, and they all loved it as well. But I still didn't know back then. It, there was no real like <clears throat> full time content creating jobs. You know what I mean? Because social media was very. It was early. It's probably twenty. I graduated year twelve in twenty fourteen. So the whole social media world was not really like you know people weren't killing it on social yeah, media. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no real jobs there for it. So when I finished year twelve. I was like, my um, year advisor was like, you know, what do you want to do? What what should you, like, what, what's your goals? And I had literally no idea. And I was like, well, I like sports, I guess, because I didn't think there was nothing, not, multimedia. You didn't, th- you didn't even think there was anything that you could lean into with what nah. you'd been creatively. No. Nah. Yeah, yeah. And I'd done work experience actually with Prime News because I thought maybe, you know, I could film and I hate, like, news sucks like uh, yeah. i did not that was not there was no creative like creativity in that at all and so yeah i thought oh well that's that's all the jobs there was for video and stuff so i, was like, I don't want to do that and then uh i seen i was looking through all the university degrees what you could pick and there was sports and exercise science and i was like i'm into sport like i'll probably i'll give that a crack and so i entered that but then i found out that the closest place to study it was actually gold coast up here at um University, Gold Coast Uni, I Griffith, don't know, Griffith, Griffith, nah, yeah. it wasn't Griffith, Southern uh, Cross, bon. Southern uh, Cross, yeah, Southern yeah, Cross yeah. Uni, yeah, and uh, I was like, well, I may as well, and I had, my cousins lived up here, I had two cousins, and they lived on the Gold Coast, and we'd always came here for holidays and stuff, and I was like, 
well, maybe I should just move to the Gold Coast and study sports and exercise science. So as soon as I finished school, picked that, got into, got accepted into the uni and uh, moved up here. I was 17 when I finished. I was a year young for my um, for my school sort of things. I was 17 when I finished rather than in New South Wales, most people are 18 when you finish school. So I moved up here. I was only 17, <clears throat> moved out of home, got an apartment with my cousin and, yes, yeah, started going to the, uh, the next year, started going to Southern Cross Uni doing sports and exercise science. And when I got into uni, it didn't take me long to f- realize that this is this is this, this is not what I want. This is not <laughs> this, like I'm going in there. I'm I don't know why, but I've always had something in me where it's like I just always like to like question everything. Like yeah, why yeah. why why, why, are, you why here? are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah why yeah. are you doing that? So I would turn up. I'm like 18. For, I don't even think I was 18 yet when I first because I'm 18 in March. I think uni might have started like start of March or f- late February or something. So I was 17 in this uni and I'm looking around. And there's guys who are like 40, 50, and they're all yeah. in you. And I'm like, why are you here? Like, what, what what went different when you were my age to? You know, yeah. like how come a lot of them just do uni? I find for something to fucking something do. to do. They have no idea. All these people are walking around like headless chooks, man. Yeah. Like that's just I, and and they talked about topics that I, I I did enjoy. Like I had a group of friends in uni that you know I'd still I was, I, I, they were you good still friends. Still say hello to yeah sometimes yeah. yeah say hello to them here and there. But majority of people in uni they just they were different. I, I was they never I could never connect with. That. All they talked about was uni stuff you know and I yeah. hated that I, I was there for sport oh. <laughs> I, 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 what I've found from, from, from meeting many people like that is the fact of they're very institutionalised into a system so yeah. they will they will answer a topic to get a grade they will revise yeah. a subject to get a grade see a lot of the people I surround myself with are people that work on what's called like delayed gratification they mm. will put a massive amount of front work on the front end to get paid later down the line and to repeatedly get paid. Yeah. And that's a totally different mindset yeah. to people that will just do, I will do this and I will get this. I'll yeah. do this and I'll get this. And that's what they do the whole life. But they're being taught a system of operating. Yeah. It's like you do that and you get rewarded with this. You get that. You, but you can't take an A and put it in the bank. Nah. And, and I, <laughs> I, was, I, mean? I was so happy that I realized this at such a young age. And I remember um, I started, I was right into my gym and things like that. So I was trained at World Gym Burley, and um, there was a guy there. His uh, his name's Zach Smith. He's like a big yeah, 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 and things yeah, like that. So yeah, he yeah. was pretty big at the time, and he was training there. And I remember he he was saying that he was looking for someone to do content for him. Like he, it was sort of back at the start. Like I said, the social media wasn't very big, and there was no real jobs for it. But when I heard that he was sort of you know looking for someone to do content, I thought, fuck, I could that could be me. Like maybe I'll give it a go. I never once thought that I'd do it for a job, but I thought this would be fun. You know, I get this guy's like got a bit of a status going on. He's like, you know, the man massive in fitness. Yeah. Especially even back then, like he had like sort of the Ragnar sort of look, the Viking look. And, um, so I remember I went there and I was like, yeah, man, I can do, I can do videos and never made a gym video before in my life. And I was like, I can do it. And he goes, all right, well, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, come like, let's, let's film. So, so we went down to, to World Gym Burley, filmed the video, and then I went back to his house and uh, edited it up. <clears throat> and I just sort of used the same techniques that I had learnt from the gaming video sort of styles where, you know, if you say, for example, in a Call of Duty montage, you'd always time the beat to the, the gunshot. So if yeah, in, yeah. in the song, you know, they were doing 360 no-scopes, all, this, all that sort of stuff. When they shot, it was a beat of the song. So I thought, when I'm making this gym video, because Instagram as well only had 15 seconds, you couldn't do like long videos yeah, on Instagram, yeah, it was only yeah. 15 seconds and there was not really many people like, I knew barely anyone in the whole world that was doing actually edited videos from their computer and transferring them over to Instagram and then uploading them. 
them. So I didn't have anyone to sort of look at as like motivation or inspiration to be like, this is, you know, this. You, no, there was no model to be like, Zach yeah, never yeah, said yeah, yeah, make yeah, something yeah. like this guy because there was nothing like that. Yeah, which which, which actually helped you. 100% it did. <laughs> 100% you know I mean? because when we started posting it, I made this one video and uh, and he watched it and he was like, he's like, bro, it's like, what do you do for a, a job? And I was like, oh, I'm in uni. And straight away, he goes, fucking leave that. He's like, get out of uni. Like, I'll hire you full time. It's like, you've got a talent and um, we need to take this to the world sort of thing. And I was like, whoa, like, that seems pretty cool. Like, this is, yeah. uni, uni wasn't what I wanted, but this seems cool. I get to travel yeah, and yeah, make yeah. videos for a fitness influencer, fitness influencer that had a name for himself. And I was into the gym. I was like, this is a fucking dream job. This is what I want to do. And then... I think it was like a couple of days after that, I had my first exams for uni. It was like the eight week, the two, the, yeah. what do you call it, the first semester exams, whatever. And um, I remember like I woke up that morning and, and Zach was like, you know, he's like, don't go, man. You don't, you don't need to go. Like, you just come, let's, let's, I'll take you on and we'll, we'll travel and like make films and whatever else. And he's, like, I, he's like, I got you. So I was like, fuck, I was like, right. So I didn't go. And I, and I sort of been speaking to my parents prior to that for a couple of days telling them what I had going on but they didn't understand yeah. you know what I mean imagine that, ringing up your mum and dad and be like I'm, mom, I'm thinking about leaving uni because <laughs> this is this is where people need to understand that your mum and dad can put limiting beliefs into your psychology mm. and it's not because they want to do that to you it's mm. because when they were younger and in their time there weren't the opportunities that we have now nah no way so it's it, it there's there's two things to that. One, be mindful in the future when you have children to not to limit their beliefs predicated on what you knew today, and, and don't and don't allow them to limit yours today. Yeah, predicated on what they knew in the past as well, because that's really powerful shit. Hundred you know, percent. Yeah. If you if you can avoid it, which you have. Yeah. But so many people are still out there now. We could find about ten people downstairs working in Woolworths instead of playing guitar on the street busking because their mum and dad have told them nah that's not going to go anywhere yeah exactly and I I remember um, I was telling mum and dad you know I want to leave uni whatever and I was the first person in my whole family to make it to uni so everyone was super proud of me to to get to that point so if I left it was going to be I felt like you know I was letting everyone around me down like I was going to be the letdown sort of thing so it was a huge decision that you know when I when I had when I woke up that morning and I was just like you know I had I remember mum and dad ringing me you know make sure you go to these exams blah, blah blah and then I just couldn't do it I was just like I can't do this I've got to go to Zach I've got to he, you know I, I believed in him I was thought like like you know he he said I'll take you under my wing we've got this so I just trusted what he had to say and I remember mum and dad were like well like they didn't want me to do it but they're like you need a contract you know you, he needs to sign something blah blah, blah. and then uh the first contract that I signed was for four hundred dollars a week, and which was nothing. And my rent was like two hundred bucks. So I was like, "Fuck, this is a big risk." So I don't know. Yeah, I literally had no money. Yeah. Like my family, if they were helping me out with anything, like paying my phone bill or anything, they were like, "Well, if you leave, we're going to cut." You know, you it's all on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then I was just like, "Well, this is what I want to do. I hate uni. I hate going there. I hate the people. So yeah. I'm just going to do this." And then yeah, from that day on, that was like the fuck. My whole world changed. Like two months into that, we I got a phone call and it was from one of our Zach's managers and she rang me up she's like hey buddy how are you I was like yeah good she's like just got a question she's like do you know the Olympia competition and I was like yeah and she's like how would you feel if you ever got to go there? And I was like, oh, because it's in Las Vegas. Yeah. Like, oh, that would be sick. Like, that would be, I'm an 18-year-old kid. I'm like, yeah, that would be mad. I'd never travelled before. She's like, well, I'm just letting you know you and Zach are off. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're going to the Olympia. And I was like, 
what? I couldn't yeah, believe it. I was yeah, like, yeah. no, what? Rang up mum. I was like, mum, I'm going to America. He's like, what, what do you mean? I'm going to the Olympia. Like, I'm filming over there. I've got a, yeah, a job yeah. with a nutrition company. Like, we're, we're off. And then... Fucking how exciting is that when you're 18? Oh. Or you could have been or you could have been doing an exam in some load of shit. Exactly, yeah. Hated. And it was insane. And I took off to America. I had the best trip. And me and Zach sort of built this relationship where people were following us along. Like, we were sort of like... Because he, he, he was very good in posting me a lot as well. Yeah. Um, so, we sort of built this relationship where people wanted... Wherever Zach went. I, went, I was getting I was 18 years old I was getting stopped in the street in Vegas to ask get photos and shit like it was insane it was the most insane experience ever because and people were always like what app do you use to your video because no one knew that I edited it on my computer and transferred it up, uploaded yeah. it to Dropbox and put done it that way so everyone was like what app do you use to edit blah 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 and his videos were getting plenty of views like heaps and heaps of views because of one the way he looked and two the way it was edited and yeah. it was different people yeah, were like fuck yeah, this is yeah, cool yeah. it's like you know it's to the beat there's a lot, lot going there's on a lot going on a lot yeah, going yeah, on yeah. so it was exciting and then supplement companies at the time seen that and they everyone wanted a piece of it so we just got to travel the world and, the, and from that period over the next couple of years I went to like 14 different countries just traveling around doing shoots for swimwear supplement companies like fitness expos um yeah literally everywhere we went to like germany what a, what a mad experience as well because every time that you're doing that you're getting more and more editing experience and more and more you know reps 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 and reps, the people dude. that you've met yeah. that you meet too and the like, connections bro now i've got network around the world like you know what i mean that's if i went to america i've got the people there if i went to you know new zealand everywhere we were just like connecting with the right people and meeting a lot of like successful business owners which is why i think today replicates sort of my following it's not the biggest following but the people who do follow me are very important highly and engaged highly engaged and very important and influential people which i'm very lucky to have people like that watch what i'm doing it's just i think yeah. it's just because as i was go- i was sort of the con- i was the guy that was making their content and helping them make money so they loved me you know so if i'm yeah. i had something to bring to the table i wasn't all these people i looked up to i was uh, you know they were my uh, they were my heroes. I, yeah. look, I was online. I was in the fitness. So all these and they, people. And they all support you today. Like I, like I said to you, when, when you was running late for this podcast, that like I just looked through like your last photo and you got like 99 comments, but like 90 people of those 90 comments are people that are like highly influential people in your in, that you've filmed or you've edited content for. Yeah. And they're all supporting you on your journey. 100%. And, and it's like that is the value of of put it, of of backing yourself mm. and leaning into what you know you should be doing in your gut rather than following a narrative that's been set out for you. Hundred percent, and everyone they were all so interested in my story too because I was sort of like one of the first people to do this full time. I don't really know anyone before me that would have been a full time content social media content creator just solely doing that as a job. You know what I mean? Like there was probably in Australia, especially. I don't think that you, you, you created that. Yeah, there was probably no one before me doing it. So every, all these business owners and things, they were all like, so because I was so young as well, they were just interested. In, like, they were like, how, how the fuck did you get here? <laughs> like, yeah. You're like 18, you're in Vegas, you're yeah. making videos. Like, what have you done? And I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just I just got here. <laughs> but but, but there, was a, there was a series of events that happened to you where you had to go against... Against the normal. Against, against what the better, like... Everyone can say, oh, do this, do this, do this, and do this. But there's, n- but it just goes to show you there's no set way of achieving nah. what you want to achieve. And no one can tell you what you want to achieve. Exactly. So it's like the people that say to me, Frankie, why are you podcasting? Because it's not generating you dollars yet, but you're putting dollars into it. I'm like, 
bro, you don't even understand what I'm building. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't even comprehend what I'm building here. Yeah. And this is not about fucking dollars on a nah. balance sheet because nah. it's more than that to me. Uh-huh. I fucking love it. Yeah. So if it lights me up, I'm leaning into it and I ain't listening to your... Because everything that you lean into that lights you up will eventually pay you somehow anyway. A hundred percent. And I, I always thought that I didn't even care about the dollar value. I always thought that like my experiences, the life that I've lived, people would not live this life 10 times over. You know what I mean? So yeah. people could people could go through their whole entire life numerous amounts of times and not have done the amount of things that I've done. Yeah. And that's like, it even still doesn't feel real even saying that. Like, yeah. And how old I, are you now? 24. 24 years old, right? And yeah. You've, and, you, and you've probably lived... Six lifetimes, hundred percent. Like if I died tomorrow, I'd be content. You know, I've done, yeah. I've done a lot of things, and I'm happy with with everything that that, that I've I've got going on. And I, like I don't know, I'm still. But the thing is, I'm still not happy with where I am. I'm never. I've always been like that. I've I've always wanted to do more. I can't sit still. Even like you know, anything that I've got going on, I'm sort of the type of person that. It sort of works some ways in a bad way for me because my mind just goes boom, 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 boom. I've always got a thousand You're ideas. You're speaking to the choir here, yeah, bro. bro. <laughs> Fuck and, and I always, everyone's always like, what do you got, what do you got going on today, Jade? And then I'm like, oh, you know, I got this business, I'm doing this and that. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, yep, sweet. And, but hell. like, I struggle to stick with the one thing, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's always better. But I think that's the thing where there's always better offers coming along because of the amount of people that I network with. So yeah, it's like yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. at the time, I might think, yeah, this is, you know, this is my, this is my journey. It's my path. This is where yeah. I'm supposed to be going. And then something better comes along and trumps it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fuck, I've got to go this way now. So that's why my life's always so just all over the shop because but I'm always getting more. You f- you're feeling into it. Yeah. You're feeling into it. And, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's no right or wrong way. No. You know, I, I've I've done podcasts on topics that I never thought I'd do. Pod- I just done a podcast with the um, Danny Grant, who owns owns the Wet Pussy Alcohol brand. Mm. I, I don't even drink alcohol, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, but 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 it's like it's an interesting story. Yeah, 100%. so it's like it's an interesting thing, and 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 obviously some people that do listen to this podcast do drink. Mm. A lot of people do drink, so it's like. I'm not going to just be defeatist on that because I don't do it. I'm just going to be like embrace that. Yeah, I've done a, podca- a big podcast on OnlyFans. I don't do OnlyFans, but yeah. uh, but I still want to know about the, the the narrative of how it's how it's doing. It's like so you're 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 the same. You're like if if you get a call tomorrow and it says right, you got to go to Malaysia to film this content. <laughs> It might not be in your schedule, bro. But, <laughs> yeah. if, you, but if, you, if you're like, fuck, I want to do that, you've got to do it. I've just got to do it. I, I just, I'm a yes man. And I always say yes to things. It's like, even even before I think, it's like, if I think that, you know, if that's something that sounds good, I'll do it. Even like, yeah. I don't think about the consequences or like, if I go and do this, this is going to be affected. Like, I'm just like, yep, let's go. Yeah, you know, yeah. Even yeah. if if I've got other stuff booked in and someone offers me something better, I'm like, let's go. I, I just I love the feeling of that. I love I love the feeling of just yeah. being like oh, something new and exciting is happening. Yeah. Do you, do you think though that by chasing all those new and exciting things that eventually you kind of hit a wall with it? Definitely, I definitely hit a wall. Um, <clears throat> probably like about three months ago. So I sort of like growing up and and traveling the world and seeing all these things definitely made me grow a lot older than what I was so that's what always people always said to me they're always like how old are you and if I'd say oh I'm 20 or I'm 21 they'd be like yeah. whoa I didn't even know that I thought you were a lot older and it's yeah. like because I've, I've I've traveled and done a lot of these different experiences and it sort of forced me I've seen so much shit like yeah, you yeah, know what I mean like yeah. good and bad you know I've yeah, seen a lot so yeah. that's forced me to grow up and sort of mature a lot and um, yeah I think that like I don't know it's just seeing seeing the world and realizing that there's the amount of shit that's out there makes you think like 
the people who are stuck on in their own town or small town or whatever, they have no idea about the that, rest of the world. Yeah, you know, yeah, There's so much shit that goes on. So it's sort of I got caught up in a lot of it as well, which is like that's sort of like the bad backstory of what um what I uh, to my life is. I mean, did 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 did, did you start to? Did you know something was like starting to feel a bit out of place once COVID shut the borders down and you couldn't travel anymore? So you couldn't kind of do. Is that kind of when you thought to yourself, "Ah, oh, I've got," uh, and like had to look a bit inward because mm. obviously, like the shut of the borders down, you couldn't go around the world for work anymore, I presume. Mm, yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. So, so, so now you've got a lot of time to yeah. now. You, now you've got a lot of time when you're not what I term as busy. Yeah. And p- humans in nature make themselves busy exactly yeah. when they should be spending their time actually understanding who the fuck they are yeah and i think covid at the very start of covid it even a little bit before that i got very involved in partying like i was i love a good time so um i think like traveling around gave me this false impression of like partying was okay you know yeah, what i mean yeah, so yeah, even yeah, on the gold coast like so easy to get caught up people i feel like on the gold coast a lot of people don't even realize but they have a drug problem you know what i mean like they all think <laughs> they all think it's sweet like it's normal here because yeah. it happens every night of the week but yeah when i sort of realized that i took a step back and i was like hang on a sec this isn't fucking normal you know what i yeah. mean this is not that's not like that's not what i want to be doing it's not who i am and yeah i think along the way there was like i got sort of caught up in a few of the wrong things and um it really sort of because i thought it was you know i thought it was all right because everyone else was doing it but uh, I, I quickly like, learnt the hard way and that's july 2nd of this year was a very big day in my life which sort of everything changed and um now i look back on that day and think you know that was the best day that ever happened to me the full story i was like I haven't haven't um sort of disclosed exactly what went on but you know the mitch and the boys and uh, do you, like, you want to unpack it Oh, I think now. I think now's the time, bro. Nah. I think. Nah, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna save it. Me and me and Mitch will do a podcast uh, about it. But yeah, it was very. It was a pretty intense experience. Something that you know, not a lot of people would ever. Pretty much no one would ever ever go through. But um, yeah, that sort of day made me step back and really take a look at my life and what I was doing and the way I was heading and sort of all that big like you know it's persona of like i'm sort of so what, what 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 ultimately culminated in you bringing down the persona um you could talk look, mate you could talk about it whatever podcast you and mitchell do it it's going to do numbers either 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 way bro you yeah know? yeah well yeah that was like a, a big I, event I just, I just want people to understand understand the real the you know the real pivotal point in your life so that they can they can kind of sit into it themselves because there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there inspired by your journey because mm. they've seen you go to this massive high where you, you're traveling around all these influences, creating all this content, blah blah blah, and then you've hit a fucking point and you've, and and it's gone fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. I guess well, that was like you know, I was working one day in in the warehouse and uh, someone that I hadn't seen in about two years sort of rocked up and right then and there. So yeah, my my I, I really started to question what I had going on in my life and there was uh, a few people sort of turn up and, and, and a scenario went down and um, left me left me there sort of sitting sitting on the ground sort of licking my wounds a little bit and um, so, so so you'd 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 got in a bit of trouble so to speak. Yeah, yeah yeah got in a bit of trouble and from that the, when I was sort of left left sitting there pretty much in tears on the ground I was sort of just like you know this is not this is not the lifestyle that that I want to live and um, was this was this predicated on the back of of of, of drugs and alcohol? And, yeah, and, and, yeah, the party scene. Yeah, yeah the party scene. And, yeah, and getting involved in in, yeah. in with those kind of crowds. Yeah, just involved with the wrong people and stuff like that. So, um, 
yeah, it was from from that day, I pretty much like changed the whole my whole outlook on life, and I look back on that day now as the best day that's ever happened yeah, to me. Because yeah. uh, that night <laughs> we went around to um we went around to Mitch's house and Lena and and everyone was there and um we yeah sort of like all sat around and, and had a ceremony sort of thing and we all sort of evaluated what what just happened and what went down and um they were all there for me to support me and um sort of pick me up and yeah and from that day I knew I knew from that day I never wanted to feel like that again and I was going to do anything in my power to get to where I wanted to be and so from that day on that's when I started we were doing the sunrise things every morning um I stopped partying um I started got I got right back into my gym training and things like that and just really focusing on being the best version I could be of myself because before that I thought I was the best version of myself I knew there was like I knew I had sort of like personal issues where uh, I had this yeah, f- sort of false idea of what perfect was. Why did why do you think that you turned to drugs and alcohol in 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 those like last six months? Like, and, it, I and, think, and, and why did you go into the depths that you went into it? I think that like when you travel the world, you see like how normal it is, and so you th- you think that it's okay. That's what I was saying before. Like, just because other people are doing it, you think that it's okay. And because I was just you know I was young and. Um, sort of just had. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, I felt like it's sort of just that's just what people did. But now, and was we hitting it like every day? No, 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 not every day. Just um, like just I was partying a lot, a couple times a week, maybe or sort of every weekend. Like just more than what I. It, it wasn't. It's not like it's not like I had a serious problem, but it's just a lot more than normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's um. Definitely, like, yeah. Gold Coast, more and more people these days, it's becoming more and more normal. Like, on the, I would probably just see, looking back now, I would see there's a lot of people that I know around the coast who's doing exactly what I'm, do, what I was doing, yeah, but yeah, yeah. they don't see it. They, they think they, that it's okay. They don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it took, <clears throat> it took a pretty gnarly situation for me to sit back and be like, "Fuck, that's not okay. That's this yeah. isn't this isn't what life's about." You know, I've got I've got so much to look forward to, and 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 I I've got I've built up this sort of um, lifestyle for myself that I know I can do better. And going yeah. down that path was was definitely uh, yeah I, I needed to make a change. Well, obviously, Mitch has been through similar things. Obviously, he he obviously came in there and talked about drugs and the alcohol and how he abused himself and the fundamental thing is what no matter what addiction what addiction it is whether it's drugs alcohol sex addiction party addiction whatever whatever your addiction is ultimately if you're doing something too much and you know, and and you always know it's too much oh, 100% right? yeah you, but if you're doing it it's if you actually don't judge yourself on it right anyone who's listening to this right now don't judge yourself on it just observe and understand that you are doing that to get away from something. 100%. And it is your job in that moment not to judge yourself and start making yourself feel guilty about what you've done. Mm. That's not what you're that's not what the, that's not what the world's trying to show you. The world's mm. trying to show you you're trying to get away from something yeah. and it's very fucking important right now that you're honest about trying to find out what you're trying to get away from. Probably the biggest lesson that I learned especially off Mitch was <clears throat> If you're struggling through things, it's very hard to deal with it by yourself. So if you're hiding, so I was hiding a lot inside me, and 
putting on a front where you know people ask how are you i'm like yeah i was always yeah, so great, bubbly man, yeah. I'm, I'm fuck i'm epic man like life's good you know whereas inside i know i was lying like there was a lot yeah. going on there was a lot going on behind the scenes that i, I wasn't all right and i think um the biggest thing that, that mitch taught me was it's a lot easier to get yourself out of those situations when you have a team behind you it's not yeah. it's not i'm going to get myself yeah. out of this it's we're going to get ourselves yeah. out of this you know so as soon as i because you are who you surround yourself with exactly so from that day, I remember, um, yeah, my my fam- my mum and dad came up from from Coffs Harbour and, and in a hotel room, and um, and Lino was there as well, and we sort of sat down at the table, and um, we all sort of spoke about what was going on, and and I, and I left no, I left nothing to hide, you know. That was the yeah. first time in my life where I I really just let it all out, and I was like, this is exactly yeah. what I've got going on, and just and told everything, and I thought the reaction I got was. I was, I always, I never wanted to let anybody down, you know, and, yeah. the, and I saw, I thought that by say, by letting out what I had going on was going to let a lot of people down. But what I quickly realized was no, no one was angry at me. They were there to support me, yeah. but I didn't know that. I thought that, I yeah. thought that I was going to get hated because you, you'd already judged the outcome yeah, of before. how other people would think of you before, before yeah. allowing people to, the, the, to actually be there. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's what we're all guilty of we're all guilty of try trying to turn up to the world how we think the world wants to see us mm. when we should be focused on getting more back to our true selves so yeah. that we can turn up how we should be fucking turning up exactly Do you know yeah. what i mean 100% and 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 from that day <clears throat> like there was a it was sort of over that one weekend it was like the it's probably the lowest point in my life but you know once i had the team around me to to help get it get me out of that situation my life i've never looked back like my life today sitting here is fucking awesome i love it everything yeah. i've got nothing to hide when there's nothing left on the table to hide your life's so much easier yeah. i don't have to now if something goes on you just i just say it i'm like you know yeah. what i don't feel like this i don't feel this, good this doesn't suit me this yeah, doesn't yeah. suit me and and by by being honest with you with your situation people they get around you and i think that's what now my following like you know i always like i said i've got a small following but a lot of people message me and look sort of look up to what i'm doing and, and thank me and say that i've helped them get out of situation it's just it's because i'm just i'm not hiding anything a lot yeah. of people online like a lot of my friends who they you know it's their job to be this person when yeah. when that's not really them sort of thing me, me me and you know a few people that are going through that and yeah the the thing about Australia. Well, let's just talk about Australia in general, right? Australia is a, is a, is one of these beautiful, lucky countries that has a lot of influences, a lot of people that have, you know, between a hundred thousand and two, three, four, five, six million followers, mm. and they've got a certain amount of success by playing a character in their lives, mm. right? And they're still playing the character, hundred percent, and the character that they're playing. Yes, it might generate revenue and put dollars on their on their balance sheet, so to speak, in their personal life. But we both know that the that there's a lot of these people that aren't happy mm. that need to look inward. Yeah, and I'm talking about in nine hours of like breath work and integration, their life would change. Their life would change. That 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 the way that 
the way they communicated with the world would change. Mm. And as a byproduct of them changing within themselves, they could influence millions of people in the right way Yeah, how they are. 100%. I think that's what makes me sort of feel good about sort of being honest with what I've got going on now is because a lot of those people sort of do follow me and, and, and watch what I'm doing. So by me being open and honest, I've had messages from guys like that who have millions of followers or a lot of followers and things like that. Yeah. They're thanking me, just being like, fuck, man, like yeah, and you're, that, you're and doing they, really well. Like they're, right. they're killing it. I'm not killing it compared to them you know what I mean yeah, but they're yeah, thanking yeah. me and, and be like you're so open and honest And but that depends how you consider killing it yeah because exactly I, because I because you, you can me and you are both financially stable we're all, we're all good yes they can earn more dollars for what they're doing but it but it doesn't but if they're not spending that time Using that time, using that money to buy time to look inward, to 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 grow and accentuate who they fucking are as a human being. Mm. It's really fucking. Are they actually? Are, are they killing? Are, it? are they yeah. killing it? Yeah. And you and I both know when you strip it back, eighty percent of the people that are commenting on your post that follow you all need to do the inside work. It's the inside work that changes. Inside me. work that levels you up. Mm. And I think like even when I first started doing these breathwork sessions and things like that, until you actually do it, you don't understand. Like it looks weird, you know. If, if, yeah. it, like if you've seen someone, if I was walking, if I didn't do this and I was walking down Miami or Broad Beach or something like that and I seen someone sitting on the side of the beach playing music, breathing heavy, like yeah. I would think, what the fuck is this person yeah, doing? Bro. You know what I mean? I would be like, that's so weird. But until you actually sit there and you do it yourself, mm. Everybody out there, I don't care who you are, you need this sort of thing in your life. It literally, I don't care if you're like, you think you're, that you're mm. this fucking epic person, you're killing it or whatever. If you're not doing this internal work, you're really not killing it. Well, you you and I were speaking before the podcast and, and um, I'm going to be releasing a podcast in probably the next eight weeks that's going to that's gonna blow the front doors off mm. who people know me as and how I turn up and all sorts of stuff because of the work that I'm doing with Lena and myself on a one to one basis. Obviously you know more about that than most people because mm. he's probably told you about some of the stuff that we're, yeah. that we're processing right now. But what I wanna what I want people to understand is with this breath work thing, hundred percent try doing breath work. But there's a situation in my life where I I, I did breath work and and I went deep and I opened Pandora's box but I probably didn't have the integration on the back end that I should have had because I didn't know about it because mm. my mind wasn't open. So when you when you go deep into the breath work that me and you were going into, I I never realised until I met Lino until I went inside and going deep with Lino like how fucking important that 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 hour hour conversation you have after you come out of that state. Exactly. Because when you go into breath work, for those of you that don't know that listen to this, that are probably waiting to have your minds open on this. When you go into breath work, it releases DMT in your brain. Yeah. Right? Naturally releases DMT. So a lot of people will go, I want to do mushrooms because they want to open up their mind. And mushrooms isn't isn't a bad thing. It's natural and in a controlled environment, that's mm. fine. But before you go there, before you go before you go mushrooms, the way Lena was explained to me is like, learn to do the work with breath first to be able to get yourself to the point where you can start to see yourself internally, mm. right? And and then that opens you up. But you need to be able to... You When you do this, guys, right, if you're sitting there, you're thinking, fuck, I'm talking shit right now. But it's, you, it's, it, insane. It, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> it's, it's fucking 
I can't even put it. You into can't words. explain it. This I, is what I was yeah. like when I, when I when we go on those men's medicine walks and and things with Lena and, and you get back from it and someone asks you what'd you do today, it is the hardest fucking question to answer. Like, yeah. what can you? What do you say? Like, well, today I went for a walk. And I learned more about myself in fucking half an hour than you've learned about yourself in 20 fucking years. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and it's like, I, I've literally, and then they're like, well, how'd you do it? And I'm like, I breathed. And I'm like, what do you mean? You and I'm like, we done breath work. And, and it sounds so weird to say, but it's like, it, you just got to do it. But yeah. And like I say, it's that, it's that after you've been to the depths that me and you have been to and cried out the emotionals, emotions yeah. in, that are trapped in you at the cellular level, like me and you have had to get rid of and mm. are getting rid of on a daily basis. When you've looked that far inward, you need to be able to integrate back after you've been there. 100%. So once you've released that amount of emotions out of your body that have probably been there since you were a fucking eight-year-old child or younger, they may have even been, um, you may have even picked them up while you're in the womb. Mm. Right, that's how deep and ingrained at cellular level some of this um, emotional energy can be inside a man, woman, dog, whatever. Like once you get to that stage where you've released it, you need to spend you need to spend the hour of care with someone who who can sit with you and help you piece together what has just gone on. Yeah, it's so important. Hundred percent, and that was that's what that's why yeah. I'm so grateful to have Alino as you know the good like you know almost brother that he, older brother that he is to me is like. He he was the one who was ringing me up yeah. after you know like he was that's how much care he has for the people around him is yeah. it, it didn't take me to ring him he was like even when I thought I was sweet you know I'd say I looked down my phone and Lena was ringing and it just yeah. felt it he's just that, to have him check in which is I know that like there's there's a lot of like uh, these sort of breathwork sessions and thing uh, things opening up now and a lot more people are starting to do it but that's the that's the thing that differentiates Lena from the rest is like he actually genuinely cares about what you are and what you're doing post the event yeah. and like yeah. that's where that's where the other other people you know that's where the other sort of systems fail is like like yeah. you were saying like they, once they break you all the way down and then they just say all right sweet see you later you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. good luck. And, it, and it's not it's not it's not it's not there it's not so much their fault it's just it's a different business model it's a different business it's model, a different, yeah. different business model and for getting people into breath work it's fantastic mm. But for the kind of work that me and you are willing to do and that everyone should be willing to do for themselves, yeah. you can't achieve that level of of emotional torment. Mm. You have to go for a little bit of torment. You have to purge yourself of these emotions, yeah. right? You can't go that, that depth in, within within yourself and learn who you are without having someone to help you on the back end to mm. integrate you on how you feel on the other side of it. Like I'm, I, I breathed, bre- did breath work with Lino last Thursday, mm. right? It is now Monday, yeah. right? I, it, 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 it was an hour conversation before we started. We breathed for an hour, 15 minutes, hour, hour and a half. I'm telling you that, when we release this podcast that we're going to do, it's going to be the most powerful podcast that yeah. anyone ever listened to on this podcast so far. I've released so much, um, so much. I, I released emotional baggage that I that I had massive, like massively in depth. Bro, like I was yeah. broken. I was a broken man on, on, mm. on, like lying there crying hysterically. Like it's just so it was so it was so much pain. That logically I'd got over, but emotionally I'd never got over within mm. my body. Yeah. And that was all trapped within me, bro. 100%. All trapped within me. And, and even now I'm like, 
I'm still coming to terms. I even know now, honest to God, I'm still coming to terms with what I went through mm. now. Yeah. It's it's insane, and that's why I love the fact that Lino has been able to impact so many people on on this level now. Because I've known Lino for a few years now, even back when he was a PT at um at EMF at the at the gyms, and we sort of said hello um, here and there through the gym. And then once he started doing his men's medicine stuff, like um, I went on one of the first, I think it might have been like one of the first walks, and sort yeah. of and really got to know him on that deeper level. Because once you share a journey like that with someone, you you really yeah. like you respect yeah. them on a different level, and and it was from those sort of first walks that I just wanted to tell everyone about it. So I, I was like, even like anyone now who who comes to me with problems, I'm always like, he's your guy. I, I can't yeah. come up. So even like with Mitch, so I introduced Lena to Mitch and and all that sort of thing. Like everyone who I have around me who needs help internally, I was just introducing Lena. I was like, he's your guy. This is you but, know. But here's here's the thing with that. We all need. Yeah. We all need it. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Everyone. Rest assured, if you're listening to this podcast today, this is the podcast that is here to tell you right fucking now that you need to learn to breathe. Hundred percent. And if you learn to breathe, and you're willing to, and you're willing to find out what's on the other side of learning, learning what you've what you've been, what emotions you've been blocking coming out of your body for your rest of your life, you're mm. free. I looked at, I, Lena rings me this morning. He says, how are you? I said, mate, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I said, but, 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 I don't know what it is, right? I've got this aura ring. It tracks all my sleep. I've never been able to get REM sleep, mm. right? Which is your dream state sleep. Yeah, yeah. Never more than 20 minutes. Yeah. For a fucking long time, ever since I've had the thing. I looked at it this morning, random as fuck. I just thought, oh, I want to look at me, 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 me sleep app, see how I'm sleeping. And all my sleep scores have gone massively up since Thursday, right? And the key thing is this REM sleep's gone up. My REM sleep's gone up, which is my dream state. And I'm like getting like fucking near 90% now, like 105%. I'm like, what the fuck's happened here? So I mentioned it to this morning. And, it's, and, it, and, and what he was explaining was that's your subconscious mind that's now allowed to 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 be peaceful you know mm. what i mean while you're just sleeping so yeah. you, so you can actually work on stuff work on creating things in your life because it's peaceful it's 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 repairing it's opening up new pathways yeah and that's the power of breath work yeah and i'm talking about that's from last that's thursday till now it changes your life instantly 100 percent. and it's funny have you seen those the the public sunrise best that we've been doing on tuesday yeah. mornings yeah so that the whole reason why that started was after that event that happened on july 2nd i was a mess and like you know the next couple of days after that lino was really there for me every single pretty much every minute of the day just ringing me non-stop like he was there like he would come to the apartment and all this sort of stuff and um we went for a walk i think it was might have been the morning after or the next uh, two days later went for a walk because he was walking his son ocean down to Broadbeach every day because he like near where he lives and uh I, he goes join me on my walk in the morning like come down like you know it would be good so we went down for a walk and he goes um we went we there was like on the beach there was like this sort of bench there and he goes you want to do some breathing? And I'd done it a little bit before with him, but not a lot at all. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, And he's like, you know, like the breath work we do on the walks. He's like, do you want to do something here? And I was just like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, come on, I think it'll be good. Like, let's do it. So Ocean, his son, we put him in, like he was in his pram and we sat down and we done we done the breath with when the sun was, was coming up. And th- from that moment, we were both just sitting there. We were just like, whoa, this is like something super powerful. So after that morning, we... 
you know, I texted Mitch. I was like, bro, you have to come down and try this out. Like, it's fucking insane. We just done a breath work on the sunrise in Broadbeach, and like, it honestly was the best feeling ever. I feel so energized <laughs> now. I could Fuck fucking yeah. go and run a marathon. So the next morning, Mitch come down and done it, and um, and then also our other mate uh, Sam. So there was four of us. Sort Sam of, Young, yeah, Sam yeah, Young, yeah. yeah. And there was four of us sitting there, and we we're doing the breath work. We had the speaker playing and stuff like that. And I remember I opened my eyes and I looked around, and there was an old guy and a young lady and they were both in tears like hugging each other and stuff like that as we're doing the breath and i don't know what because usually i'm so zoned in and i don't sort of notice what's going on around me but for some reason i sort of just looked up and i was like well i noticed them crying once we finished the breath work i was like guys you should have seen like i think what we were doing here has impacted somebody else over here and they were in tears like and you know sort of felt our emotion and turns out that the, the the lady came up to us and thanked us and was like you know i just want to thank you guys so much for for what you were doing like that really impacted me i'm going through a lot right now and and you go and she go, they didn't even the two people that were crying, they didn't even know each other so from our energy and connection that yeah, we had going yeah. on we had these two complete strangers come together and have each other you know crying in yeah, each other's arms know, and we were just like fuck this is fucking insane so we were like we need we need to do this on a larger scale so the next week on a Tuesday it was a Tuesday morning we were like let's just open this up to the public and let's get people down here let's get you know let's get everyone down here to experience what we're experiencing and then the first week we had maybe like 30 people the next week there was 50 and then that was 100 and it got up to 200 there was one morning there we had 200 people and I was just sitting back and I was like it's so like you know the, those people wouldn't have came if if it wasn't for so, like Mitch to you know post it and get the the to get it in front of those people. But I just kept thinking in the back of my head, I was like, imagine if I never went through what I did and never seeked help and never asked Lena and never done this breath work. Like all these two hundred people wouldn't be here today if I yeah, didn't reach yeah, out for my help. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that morning I was emotional because I was like sat back and I looked at all these two hundred people, and I just remember thinking like. I've fucking done this, mate. There's, 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 there's going to be hundreds, if not thousands, of people that listen to this that have never heard about the power of breath. That may just take a chance today to to go and book a breathwork session, mm. to go and experience what we're talking about, and that will change the course of their life. Because I don't care whether you're trying to perform higher in your in business, in a sport, or just know more about yourself and who you fucking are. Mm. If you are one of those three types of people, which most of you are, if you listen to this podcast, yeah, yeah. then you, then I'm telling you right now, the fastest way to move your life forward to a different fucking level is to access the power of your own breath and to, yeah. and to understand the pa- what you've stored away emotionally within yourself for the best part of your whole fucking life. Hundred percent. I just think like since since I started doing this. I've developed a, it's actually, it hasn't been released yet, but it'll be coming out very soon. I've developed a full online film school. So I've always thought like, I've always wanted an online product. I've always thought that on, yeah. in the online space, everyone's killing it. I've, all the people around me are making so much money doing online things. And I've got this large network of people, but I never use it to, you never got anything to never sell got them. anything to sell them. And, and I was like, what can I, and I've always thought, what can I sell? Thinking about products and, you know, doing e-com and all this sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, and then yeah, it's yeah. sort of after unlocking my sort of true potential through this breath work and talking to people around me. And uh, that's when I sort of discovered, I'm like, why would I go and sell a product that anybody can do? Why wouldn't I sell a product that is close to home for me yeah. and that was teaching people what i've learned so i'm the- still trying to figure what out that what that what that is for me bro yeah like yeah, yeah because everyone's like 
just go and get some random sponsor for the podcast or put ads on. But I'm, I ain't doing that. That's not authentically yeah, me. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's the same thing that I felt every time. I'd always like you know I was I. I've gone through so many failed business ideas where I would get to like the creative process, register the business and then think, and then it'd come the crunch time and I'd be like, actually, you know what, this isn't, like there was a few things like had a skincare product, like there's so many things that I started doing and then I got to it and I was like, fuck, I don't give a fuck about skincare, you know what I mean? Like this isn't, like I honestly like, I I like to moisturize and things, but like skincare, I don't want to sell that to people, like it's not me. Because because, because you you saw someone else do well with skincare and you've been influenced but predicated on numbers. 100%. Which, which if you strip a lot of what people are getting, people are getting influenced on on Instagram for argument's sake, Mm. I would encourage everyone on Instagram to go through the people that they're following and just unfollow the people that aren't truly giving you the fucking the juice that you need exactly like you know what i mean there's so many of those so many of those that i'm following and this and this and i'm telling you now there's still about 150 or 200 people that i follow just because i don't want to upset them yeah yeah and i'm I'm still trying i'm still trying to take that out of my life and i've got rid of 500 already yeah and i'm still telling you that i'm struggling to unfollow these people because of like what other people think and i'm doing the work yeah exactly (laughs) i know so if you're not doing the work i'm telling you now you're probably following about fucking 90 percent of the people that you follow are probably not good for you not 100 percent. and i've even guilty of that now but the same thing i i like to use my social media as a network so i you know if by following different people it's like if i ever need something you know i've got the friends there that, yeah. that, that can do it yeah. but but definitely like developing this product is I, i've made a call an online course where it's there's three modules to it and the first one is um how to how to film videos just using your smartphone so because yeah, yeah. i thought i'm going to do an online course of video and photo editing and all that sort of yeah, stuff because that's yeah. what i'm good at and that's and then so but it over the time it's developed in all right so what is someone's reason not to buy this and then it was like all right so probably because you know i can't afford a camera and things like that so i was like all right so i'm going to make this course on everybody's got an iphone and everybody you know has a laptop these days so if you've got an iphone and a laptop you can make a video so i went out and started filming and and um recording ads and things like just using my smartphone and and i even realized i was like fuck iphones shoot epic content especially the new iphone 13 that just came out and with the cinematic mode on it and things like that filming in pro res like my camera that's worth five six seven thousand dollars can't even film in ProRes. so it's like now by an iphone having that same that those capabilities the same sort of things that like you see on the red cameras or things like that everybody has access to a full cinema quality camera in their pockets every day but yeah. they don't even know it yeah yeah, yeah. and so and they don't also, know how to and they don't know how to to make it look like that either exactly so I was like, that's it. I'm going to make a course on exactly how to do it, what settings to use if there's like, you know, good manual camera apps. Like most people don't even know that your camera can, you know, tap one button and it changes it to 4K resolution, you know, on on the camera. So like most cameras that are worth, say for example, you buy an iPhone that's $2,000. If you went and spent two grand on a camera, it probably doesn't even shoot in 4K, but your phone does. And this inbuilt stabilization that, that the iPhones have is is better than any other camera that I know. So, so, so do you... Uh, so do you reckon that I should shoot this podcast on an iPhone rather than a rather than this? What are you shooting? Oh, GoPro is good. iPhones yeah. and yeah, but yeah, definitely your your iPhone would be fucking mint quality for a podcast. Yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't go and buy a camera that's worth two grand. I would just keep. I would just use your phone, just put it on four K, change the frame rate, and you sweet. But and you can you know you can alter the if you download there's apps that you can get which turn your iPhone into a full. Um, 
sort of DSLR camera where you can change the ISO, white balance, temperature, like everything okay, no. straight from your camera. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy an, an, uh, an iPhone with a massive amount of um, storage on it. Yeah. And I'm going to start shooting it on the. I'm going to pay you to set it up. Yeah. And I'm going <laughs> to shoot it on that then. 100%. And it's fucking the quality of it is insane. And like you can get. Um, you can get microphones and things to attach and like tripods and that to attach to your phone and um, especially with the cinematic mode on the iPhone 13, you could make this podcast look like it's been filmed off for like a $50,000 red because the, the, it fully blurs out backgrounds. It captures, what it does is it captures ProRes, it captures so much data that say for example, if you have your foreground in focus and the background out of focus and then when you go to edit it, you go, fuck, hang on a second, I want the background in focus and the fore-. You can change your focus shift after you've filmed it. Which is fucking insane. I'm I'm not even a camera guy and and you've just given me like a fucking, like that's just juiced me up. 100%, yeah. So that's what like, and and I always knew this, but I thought it was, I never thought that it was of value to other people until I started talking about it. Like even you now, they're like, what the fuck? That's insane. To to me, the way I see it is, um, and, and we'll put a link to the course in the show notes, but like, so people can access it for themselves. But like, I'm at the stage in life where I'm like, I love what you're saying, but I'd just rather pay you to do it. Yeah. And, and I have access to you so I can do that. But, yeah. not, but if, if, not, if people don't know you on a personal level and can't get you to do that and can't pay you to do that, mm. that then this kind of course is, is, is going to change their life because, well, yeah. because if they can, if they can do this, then they can, then they can go and, um, learn to edit and they can access the kind of lifestyle that you're now accessing because they've got the editing skills 100% so that's the other thing so I've made the course on how to film using your iPhone and then there's a, um, a second course on how to edit so once you've filmed like you know got your footage and exactly what how to set it up and all that sort of stuff then the editing course is on there where a lot of people think that editing takes a long time which for most people it does but for me I don't know just the systems that I've put in place and the way it's like the more you do something you know you always find shortcuts you're, on how to do it faster it, refine it, refine so in in the course, I've actually there's modules and videos on there of me live editing something. So I edited an ad for Gymshark, and uh, I, I screen recorded my screen and recorded myself. So from start to finish, this whole ad, so you can see me import my files, save the project. Like you can literally watch everything that I do. So you filmed a Gymshark ad on an iPhone. Yeah. Oh no. So the ad's not filmed on an iPhone. So the editing course is I just I filmed I shot the ad off my actual camera. So the iPhone course is teaches you how to use your camera to yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. But in the editing course, I do both. So I, I edit some. I show you the difference. I'm like, this is filmed off my camera. This is filmed off an iPhone. This is the difference. Blah blah blah. But for the the Gymshark ad, I filmed it off my camera. But I was just showing the process I put behind editing and how. It's not actually, once you know what you're doing, it's, it doesn't take that long. I edited, I think the video goes for an hour and a half, but there's a lot of that time where I'm talking and explaining. So for, if I just sort of sat there and edited it from start to finish without talking to the camera and explaining what I was doing, I could probably, the video probably would have went for like 50 minutes. So when you put it down to an hourly rate, if a company like Gymshark pays you like two grand for a video and you can go and shoot that in an hour, two hours, and then you come back and you edit it in 50 minutes. It's fucking pretty good hourly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to I wanna go and that's my goal with the course is I want to show people that you don't need an expensive camera. You've got your iPhone and then you don't need a lot of time to edit. This is how you edit quickly. Yeah. And for a video, like if you work at a regular job and you have, you work 38 or 40 hours a week and you get paid, um, say, 900 bucks a week. Yeah. For, it's not hard to go and get a video job for 900 bucks. You know what I mean? Like especially yeah. if, you, if you sell yourself right and you can... 
really show your value, it's not hard to even if you get two videos for four fifty each or whatever. You like yeah. you, only need, you only need to work two days a week, and it's it's like I, it's like I pay my video guy, you know, three four hundred a week plus plus extras on top, and he I just got him churning out videos all the time. Yeah, because I, I I understand the power of video. Hundred percent. Like, okay, I'm completely sold on that. But obviously, I, my, my, I, I have to identify with me. Where's my best time spent? Well, exactly. My, my best time is actually spent on having these powerful conversations with people like you. Mm. And then his best time is spent leaning into what he's fucking good at. Definitely. Which is, he's already a prolific editor. Yeah. You know, he's, he's doing LSKD's ads. He does yeah. all their in-house work. He's shooting epic content like you are. Mm. So I'm like, well, fuck me. I'll just give you that then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I think what I wanted to do with the course is um, I want to, I, I marketed it. It's like, it doesn't matter if you're already a full-time videographer, like by watching this and the watching, it's always good to learn off other people too. You yeah. never, you never know refining, it all. Refining. You never know it all. So even like by, if you, if you're already a full-time filmmaker, but you watched my video on how I edit and maybe you might pick up a few things and be like, yeah. fuck, he's done that way quicker than what I've yeah. done mine. So it market it's, I want to market it to those people. It doesn't matter if you already know how to do it. There's always new ways that you can do things and faster I think it's know. the systems that will help people move moves the needle yeah it's like it's not because a lot of people like if, if you're passionate they might already be editing yeah I mean there's there's, there's there's apps like Video Leap you can do a lot on Video Leap 100% like if let's give it that's another thing too a lot of people these days is they've got false impressions of how fast people like because of things like TikTok and that like yeah when you go and film a video people on the day I've get messages Bro, like, when do you reckon you can have it edited? You know, because like, because if they've already got content that they've shot on the day and, so, and then they've edited it that night on TikTok and they've put it together, it's nowhere near as good as what you can make off the camera. But at least it's still some form of content they can get on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's given people a lot of videographers and that it, it puts a lot of pressure on them to be like, well, it's not like before tiktok where we could take two weeks to get a video back and it would be sweet today it's like fuck if you don't have it done within 48 hours your people are handing you for your video you know so there's a lot of pressure on people yeah. to, edit, to edit quickly so i want to target that but also i wanted to, i wanted to target if you're like say a mother and it's your kid's first birthday and you don't want to spend 500 bucks on a videographer you can pull out your iphone and you can learn how to edit your own video and make it yourself or like say for example if you like you're running out of christmas christmas is coming up you want to know yeah. like this the best form of present this is what makes me feel really good the best form of present is when you can touch on someone's emotions so like by me giving someone a video and especially if it's of them or of a family member or something like that mm. when they can watch it back they keep that forever and it now yeah. always that that's, memory doesn't that go. memory doesn't go, and that's why I've made connections with a lot of people who who have you know a large influence. Once you can connect with, once you give them something that they're going to remember forever, they connect with you on a different level. I'm I'm now offering them something where they feel good. Not I'm not giving them money. Everyone can give someone money yeah. or something. You know, yeah. when you make someone feel a certain way, that's when you can connect with them on a deeper and, and an emotional level. And that's that's what I want to I want to that's what I want to give out. I want to be like you know, I want to show people. This is what you can make people feel like if you learn this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, that, that, and that's why when I connect with people, I connect with people via sending a video or sending a voice note. Yeah, because you you can't connect the same way by text. No, you can't. And it's like people say to me, "Well, how do you book the people that you're booking at the scale that you're booking them at? And how do you how, how do you how do you do?" I'm like, because. I have worked tirelessly on the art of communication. Exactly. And I communicate best by voice and by video. Mm. And I leaned into that. Like, I see people getting these messages off people trying to book them on things. And it's like this big long message from like, you can clearly see it's from a girl 
in the fucking, <laughs> yeah. in the fucking admin section. <laughs> exactly. You it's know, not authentic. And it's not, and it's not, it's not authentic. And what you're talking about is, is, is about being, is authenticity. It's like, you've took the time to make a video that's gonna, that someone, to give them something to use on their social or this, that, and the other that makes them feel a certain way about themselves. And as a byproduct of that value, you are, get, you get the connection that actually respects you and knows that you, you know, likes and trusts you predicate on that. Yeah, 100%. And I think, like, I don't know, it's just a good skill to have. When I first started doing it back when I was doing the gaming videos, the amount of people that put me down for learning this sort of thing and caught, like, you know, you're the nerd, you like, you're never going to go anywhere. And then the transition now to today where I have people literally like asking me, how, how do you do this? How do you do that? And I'm just like, for me to see that is such a weird feeling because like I, I literally got, you know, almost like bullied in school for, for being the, the gamer, you know, yeah. like, and, and now all the people like, you know, I was never the best looking in school. Or I was never like, there was all the people that go out and party and like, oh, I slept with this person. So that, like, I was never like that because I was just, so I was shy. I didn't really have good people skills, like, because I was so confined in my sort yeah. of gaming area. But yeah. now, once you, now, like, the reason why I can be so outspoken and bubbly and fun is, it's, it's filmmaking taught me how to interact with people. So, yeah. like, I can go and I could talk to anyone as soon as I meet them and people ask me, like, how the fuck, how do you know this person? Oh, I yeah, know a lot of people because I just fucking talk. reps. You know what reps. I mean? You've got to do the reps. Like, people DM me and they're like, you know, how can I get better at communication? I'm, I'm saying, well, how, you know, if you're having, if you're having three conversations a day, have six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how, 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 how and then they're like, Mr. Fact, like, it can't be that simple. I'm like, it is that simple. Yeah. It's like, it is. You don't, you don't the, 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 when you start a podcast, when you start video editing, you aren't the best at the craft day one. Nah. But, you, I'm st- and I'm still not the best. I just, but, you just got to give it a go. But, yeah, same here, but like, you st- but you still, every day you're sharpening your conversation sword, you're sharpening mm. your video editing, you're sharpening your, you just, you just, you just get shit done. A hundred percent. But it's, it's too many people reading reading books on shit but not executing Execute, reading yeah. posts on social media and not executing yeah taking course buying the course and thinking that is the action mm. i'm telling you now if there's 16 people or 160 people that bought your course on this podcast there'll only be fucking 16 that execute on it yeah and it and it's like don't make today the day that you don't buy anything unless you're going to execute on it yeah 100%. because because every time that you purchase something like a course or or, or or read someone's post or and take in all that information and don't do anything fucking with it you're basically reconfirming to yourself that you don't trust yourself yeah and that isn't that isn't what this podcast is about no. this podcast is all about moving you forward in your fucking life and the the way that you move forward in your life is that if you hear some information on this from you from anyone else on this podcast and and you you got to fucking execute. 100%. Yeah. Execution is the only game in town. It doesn't have to be 100% perfect, but do something. Don't fucking listen to this podcast and not do something. Exactly. And, this, and it just comes down to persistence too. I've failed at fucking heaps of shit, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it, I'm, I'm not afraid to lose everything that I've got if I feel like one day it could pay off. And I think that's where a lot of people don't. They, they're too scared to like go out of the yeah. normal and be like, oh, fuck, I'm not going to leave my stable job now to go and do that when I could lose it all. But it's like I was always the person to be like, let's go. I don't care. Like, yeah. I could have zero. But how much time and effort and money have you invested in yourself in the last five years? Probably yeah. everything you have. I have. Literally everything. I, that's it. Like, I, If I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, 
I would be a failure, 100%. I can't build shit. I'd, I'd suck at doing the trade. I'm not like, you know, if yeah. I wasn't, if I didn't develop the skills on, on film and photography, and I would be nowhere. There's no way I would have stuck out my uni degree. I absolutely hated that. So I would hate to think why, where I'd be and what I'd be doing if I didn't put all my time and effort into what I was good at. And what and what you what you you probably realise and what the, what what I want the audience to realise is you're stacking your your whole your whole years between especially especially between the age of eighteen and thirty should be spent stacking skills hundred percent like video editing uh, fucking web page design yeah. Shopify design all these things email list management email. E- copywriting mm. fucking all these skills facebook ads google ads stack all these skills a bit of knowledge in everything mm. you know you don't have to go deep into everything just a bit of knowledge in everything and then one day when that right then when that right thing comes across your desk that you need to execute on you've got enough skills that you've created to launch your minimum viable product in that niche to launch your minimum sales funnel whatever yeah. whatever you've got enough skills just to get it off the ground to get a few sales to then get the experts involved to get that shit to the next level yeah but at least you've you've stacked enough skills to be able to execute something at this moment in time there's a lot of people that are that want that set that have this big grandiose idea about wanting to have a uh, an econ business that don't even know shopify nah. that don't even know google ads that don't know facebook ads i'm like you're missing the fucking point here 100 percent. you yeah. can learn facebook ads by setting up a social media marketing agency and start marketing for restaurants before you have an e-commerce business because you need to know how to drive traffic to the fucking store before you launch the fucking store anyway. Yeah. Well, I always think like <clears throat> if you learn as many things as you can and you find you know what, what you think you're good at, one day there's going to come a time where there's going to be a table and there's going to be a seat available at that table and you have to they're not the people who are already at the table who are already doing what what you seem like you want to be doing that seat when that comes available you got to earn that so like if you have if you put all your time and effort into like you know a few different things and then one day like someone comes to you with an opportunity and they're all sitting at the table and they're like who's going to take this spot you need to be on that shit like you yeah. you got to earn your seat like you can't just this is what like you can't ask to be sat at the table you can't hey can I have a yeah. seat you know what yeah. I mean they're yeah. going to tell you to fuck off you have to earn your fuck you have to earn your place there like if they're all yeah you know what I mean they're all they're all dining in like they're not going to they're not someone can't be knocking on the window and be like hey man can I come and sit down they're going to be like who are you you know what I mean but if you offer some value you, you've got something that they want they're going to be the ones to pull this come sit down man come Come over here, what yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And once you're there, once you're there, it's then your job to keep that seat, and that's yeah. what I've always. Yeah. And and it's your job to keep bringing value to people. Mm. Like, I the way that you do that is by helping people with no expectation. Yeah, I've always done that. I've always been the one to like help. I've never asked for any favor. This is what's benefited me a lot recently is because I've never sold a product or I've never. I I don't. The, the people that I know and the, fr- and the people who I'm lucky enough these days to call my friends, a lot of people ask them for things, whereas I've always been the one to like, I don't ask for anything. I've always, I, I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm a friend first and then favours come second. But for me, I've never, yeah. I've never needed any favours yeah. because I'm just doing my thing. I'm happy doing my thing. But now it, that's benefited me because now that I've got my online course, I've got all this list of contacts so I can ring up and be like, dude, I need your help here. Like, can you come film a testimonial for me from what we've done? Or like, yeah, you know, like yeah, let's work yeah, together, yeah, let's yeah, collaborate yeah. on this. So now I've yeah. finally got a product. 
I've yeah. got a, all these people that are like, fuck yeah, man, I'll come and yeah, help you yeah, out. Yeah, like, I'll come help you. I'll come help. how many times you've turned up for me yeah. during, during yeah, exactly right. And it's, it is solely about that. You know what I mean? It's solely about giving value to others. Mm. It's like, it's why this, it's why I put so much money, bro, into free content. Yeah. Like, because I'm building, ma- I'm building value in the marketplace. I'm saying here, I'm turning up for you every day for, for every week. I'm putting out a banging podcast and I'm going to give you access to people that you probably can't gain access to. Yeah. Right? I'm going to give you that because yeah. of my communication skills. I'm going to give that to you. Right. Yeah. When, when I do have something to sell, maybe in the future, when I do have something that you can do for me, maybe leave yeah. me a review, yeah. I would like to think by that point, I've given you enough value to get a fucking five-star review on Apple. Exactly. Like if I haven't, I want to know what the fuck's going <laughs> wrong. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. It's like, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not, as long as you, as long as the value you get is like five to ten percent of the of the hundred percent that you give to the world, mm. I don't think there's a bad value exchange there. No, nah. but it's just there's a lot of people like well, some people DM me, bro, and say send me a hundred dollars, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Well, this is what I get a lot is <clears throat> when you know a lot of these people is like, I'll get DMs by, oh man, do you reckon you can just ask this person if they can do this for me? I'm like. I don't even know who you are, so why do I do you a favor? Let alone ask my one of my friends to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you can't. That's that's the whole thing. Like they're they're asking for a seat at the table. You can't ask. You've got yeah, to earn it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. know, where, and and social social media is 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 too is is two pronged. There's a lot of great people in the social media space, and there's a lot of not so great people in the social media mm. space, and. You want to, if you go out and lead with value, you will create, you will find the good ones yeah. and forego the bad ones. Exactly. So it, there's a powerful, there's a powerful um, route to the table as well, like to get mm. to the right table. Because you can 100% get to the wrong table. <laughs> I've been, yeah, <laughs> I've been to the wrong table, let me tell you and that. And you can end up dancing on it with, a, with some <laughs> girls that you don't like as well. Exactly, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I've definitely sat at the wrong table yeah, before, that's you, for sure. You, you sat there, you've eaten there, you fucking probably... I've rock. had dessert and yeah. then I've thought, <laughs> I've eaten too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's so, it's so true, man. It's like people got, people got to realise the the... You you are on this planet. The reason you're put on this planet is not just to to idly go through life, just existing. Mm. You you put here to do something. You put here to learn something about yourself. You put here to ask questions about narratives, to yeah. start questioning things, to start trying to deliver some value in the world. You're not here to do fuck all. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So your value in the world right now is predetermined by the amount of value that you're bringing to the world. Mm. So this will trigger you. If you're earning thirty dollars an hour, that's about how much value you're bringing to the world. Right yeah, now. literally. Simple, simple you, you as have that. A, you've got a dollar value to your name. Yeah, you've you've got a dollar value to your name, but it doesn't have to be like that. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be like that. Mm. Like you can, you can, you can, but but if you want to increase that fucking that that dollar value, you bring more value. Yeah, exactly. Bring more fucking value. That's all you have to do. Is yeah. Bring more value. I don't care how the fuck you do it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, and everybody has something to offer. It's not like people can't can't look at me or you and be like, oh yeah, but you know you, you're good at video making. I wasn't always good at making videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. I fucking I I learned how to do it. I spent hours and hours figuring out that craft before it was popular. So it's like I feel like I you know if if I had known today that 
everyone was going to want to ask, like, ask me how to do video. I would have put even more time back into it back then. But yeah, like, I was finding, I was struggling to find my feet and thinking about, you know, what I was going to do when I was older and all this sort of stuff, and learning about questioning everything, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So now it's like by me just having this attitude of like, I'm just going to give everything a go and see what happens. Now I'm fucking, I'm sitting at the right table. Right, right, a hundred percent. And it's like, and, pe- and people are wondering, wondering about me, and they're like, they're saying to yourself, "Well, what, what are you done?" I'm like, "Well, I went out and knew that influencers, brands, and celebrities were struggling with online content. Mm. So what I did was helped. Found, I became the expert at removing online content for those people. Yeah, and I know every fucker because of it. Yeah, right. When you've removed the nudes of some of the biggest women in the fucking world, right? You've got contacts. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, they, and they owe you a favour. 100%. Right? Because I've added a massive amount of fucking value to their life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And when, we, when the borders open and you start seeing who I get on the podcast predicated on the basis of how much value I've added to the world for the last fucking five years, yeah. right? You'll, you'll, people will start to fucking get it. Yeah. And it's just like, that is, that is what you do. That is, that is simply what you do. Go and go and find a skill that allows you to add value to brands, celebrities, people mm. of note, people who are doing big shit, and you will then accentuate past that job, past that hourly rate bull- yeah. bullshit, past all that crap, and start to stand out on the right level of where you want to go to. Yeah. But you have to be willing to add the value first. 100%. If you add the value, you change your life. Yeah. Simple. Exactly. And I feel like now... Even back when I did put like dollar values to my work, if you, when you sort of take a step back and you just put out good cons, like, you know, I could go and take jobs today worth $500 or whatever, but it's not really what I want to be doing. So there was a, there was a point in time there where I sort of got caught up with making video, getting good money from videos that I didn't really care about. And then that set my dollar value. Like it was decent money, but there was a limit because I was doing stuff that I didn't really enjoy. So there was ne- I was never going to put in 18 hours in a day for that because I was like, I'm going to put in four and fuck it off. I don't want to do it for the rest of the day. Yeah. But when I took a step back, took a pay cut pretty much and was like, I'm going to start making videos that I want to make and resonate with people. Like the most viewed videos on my Instagram now, one of them has 160,000 views and the other one has 140, 150,000 views. I didn't get paid a cent to make those videos. But yeah, they did the, them for the right I reason. just did them for the right reasons. But th- from those videos now, that's what people watched. And they're like, that's, you know, a, a lot of new followers and things come on from that. Or new eyes on me came from those videos. So my dollar value has gone up here now because yeah. I was staying stable here for so long, earning, working with brands, doing shit. I couldn't, I'm because not going to go. you thought if they paid that m- amount of money and that to you was equated to three hours of time, you put three hours of time into the video. And that's where a lot of people fall down. Yeah. Right? I- I'll give you, give you an example. I've done, I've done, in 2018, I, I was working for like some of, one of the biggest recording artists, celebrities in the world, removing content, mm. right? I got paid, I got paid buck Buck fuck nothing mm. for, that, for, for the job. Mm. But what it led on to on the back end, and, this and, the other, and I removed a shitload of content, Yeah, right? Damaging content that wasn't fairly online, mm. I might add. And it's like, you got to see the wood for the trees, so to speak. You got to, it's not, you're, you're, you're putting time into the videos because that's your passion. But yeah. you've got, also got to understand that the editing that you do today lives on for 10 years. It does, right? Yeah. And it's, and, your 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 reputation as a as a as a as a videographer 
is predicated on that work for like 10 years. So yeah. you want to put your time into it, even if it took you 17 fucking hours. Yeah, exactly. It wants to, every video that you do should be the best fucking work that you've ever done. Yeah, exactly. Or try to be. And there was a stage there where it wasn't like, I was sort of just, I couldn't wait to finish. I lost, I lost the interest in it because I was doing, I was making other companies a lot of money and not making myself a lot of money. Whereas when I took a step back and um, sort of started making videos and connecting with people on more of an emotional level, I didn't get paid a cent for those two videos that have the most views on my channel. But the amount of messages from people that were thanking me for making that, saying that it's helped them through depression, because I was like, you know, I was I was relating with people on an emotional level. It's sort of like that sort of stuff's new, and that's what Mitch does really well with his social media too. Is by connecting with people on an emotional level. It's not people aren't really used to it. They they're used to these people online showing off yeah. things and being like, oh, "I'm the yeah. maddest," you know. I've yeah. got this. I've got a Lambo. I've got this and that. But when you show people that like I'm a real fucking human, and I've got, and, I've and got, I've got problems, and I've got vulnerability, that's when it comes. Energy comes, gravitates towards you. That's when more money comes. Like people say, "I want to pay you to come here and do this." Like you, yeah. now, more than ever, I have this. I feel like people can feel your energy because I'm so happy with what I'm doing, yeah. and 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 I'm enjoying what I'm doing again more people want to be around it and that's yeah. you know what i mean whereas beforehand i was going down that path people were probably going to stay away from me because i was doing the wrong things you know what i yeah, mean yeah, whereas yeah, now yeah. the amount of messages i get from people hey man i want to come down to one of those breathworks hey man what are you up to like hey yeah. that's so much gravitational pull yeah. towards what i'm doing because i'm just so happy doing what i'm doing and people want to be there for that and i'm, I'm re- i've i've got nothing to hide you know what yeah. I mean? There's nothing. Whereas before, and like a lot, like a lot of what of these um, influencers have online, they're hiding a lot of things. They're pretending to be someone that they're not. Which uh, you know, that's that's their that's their thing. And that's the, I'm, you know, they can do whatever they want. But as soon as I stripped that back, and I was like, I'm just going to post you. Like I went for a 15k run, and I fucking bore my eyes out crying at the end of it. I posted that I was crying because I thought for me it wasn't about. This was only a couple of weeks ago. For me, it wasn't about the distance in kilometers. It was the whole battle of like, I've just ran so far and broke myself down to the point where I'm emotional. I'm going to share that with people and be like, it's not about how far I've run. It's about I've pushed through. It's a beautiful thing to be vulnerable, isn't it? Yeah. And I was sitting on the ground. I've never ran past past 10 kilometers before. And so I kept looking down at my phone because I run my phone in my hand. I kept looking down and I'd see the kilometers say 11K, 12K. And I thought what's gone the feeling that i had i was like this is insane i've never seen those numbers on my run keeper before and yeah. when i got i never you 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 you'd been blocked out by the conditioning of like you'd only done 10k yeah i thought i was going to and then once i pushed past that I was going so... Lo- I remember at like the 13K mark, I was going so loopy in the head that I was imagining... I had my eyes shut and I was imagining that there was a crowd either side of me and I was coming through and high-fiving the crowd just to push me through the last two kilometres. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. why by the time I got to the... Fifth, as soon as my, it ticked over to 15Ks, I fucking dropped to the ground. I was looking, I was seeing stars and everything and it wasn't about how far I've run. It was about when I thought I was going to give up I pushed through, I'd done whatever, I, in my mind, I thought about the most random shit, whatever I could, just to get to the finish line, yeah. and once I got there, I felt like the world, I could do, after that run, I felt like I could do anything, yeah. the world was my oyster, I was like, I've just only ran 15Ks, but I can do, fuck, I could go to Mars right now. That know? is the power of the mind being aligned. The mind, exactly, I'd never have been able to do that if I didn't do my breath work and like and dive into myself on a deep and emotional level. It yeah. right now, it's me and Mitch were talking about this actually. 
feels like I'm in like a warrior state. Sounds weird, but like anything that I do, I, I know I can do it. Like shit, yeah. I fucking, I'm, I'm so zoned in on everything that I have gone on in my life right now. It's like, I know that I can do it and nothing's going to stop me from getting there. And, and honestly, I, I feel you on every level of that because I know why I'm doing this podcast and I know what I want it to do and I know what value I want to bring to people. Yeah. And I'm working with Lino and 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 doing all this breathwork stuff to find out even more about myself, so I can mm. get even closer to the truth, yeah. so I can really fucking rock and roll. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? And every time I go that little bit deeper, mm. and I cry, and I show emotion, and I dig up emotions that have been buried in me since I was a kid, and mm. you know, I deal with torment and all this stuff that's been that have been burying for fucking years as a man because it wasn't what I thought the world would want to see for me at the time. Mm. You know, you're not allowed to cry as a man, are you? Yeah, that's So the world tells you. Yeah. Every time you strip that back is some powerful shit and I fully resonate with everything you're doing because of that. 100%. We were even saying this morning when me, Mitch and Lino were doing our breath work this morning, once we finished, Mitch was like, he's like, do you know what? He's like, I think we're up to phase two. He, He was like, the last 12 weeks... And have been, you know, really about, especially for me, it was really about rebuilding my life and, and actually where I wanted to go and how I'm going to get there and, and, and going deep within myself. But it's like now we're all sort of sitting there this morning. We're like, we've all sort of got there. And this morning felt like a little bit easy. It was almost like what we'd been doing for the past three months was almost becoming, it was very, it was easy for us to do. So, by going to phase two, we want to go deeper again. We're already gone pretty deep, but we want to go deeper again to push our limits and push our boundaries. Yeah. So the first thing we've got going on is um, on sunrise, because even like the sunrise now is getting earlier and earlier, so it's getting hard to wake up. And yeah. even me, like the last week, I sort of slacked off it a bit, and I was like, fuck, you know, it's getting early. Like I might sleep in a little bit more and still go down the beach, but I just won't catch the sunrise. And, we're all, and, and that's what we're all sort of saying. And Mitch was like, let's go to phase two. Let's start this and let's really push ourselves again again and lead the way and show people that what we've done is good and but now you can never be content with yeah. what you're doing we need to go to the next level so we're going to go i think we're doing it wednesday morning as we're going down to talabadra creek at night time like in the before the sun comes up 4 a.m or whatever it is and we're going to start we're going to start doing our breath work in the middle of the lake with a fucking ue boom on like a boogie board or something afloat to keep it afloat and we're going to do our breath work in the middle of the lake in the freezing cold and watch the sun come up and do it for a longer period of time just to really break ourselves down again because that for me as soon as he said that i was like well i don't know about that but that's what i want i want that i want that oh fuck that's pretty tough you know because for me going down doing sunrise breath work now is like second i'll do it it's sweet yeah Yeah. whatever i'll go there but but by getting up and even earlier again and And having to travel somewhere travel somewhere and being in the water that's going to be cold like that's that's what's really i I was like i can't i don't know if i can do that and then mitch is like that's good that's what we want. We're phase two. If you, yeah. you're comfortable with coming here and doing this, so what are you not comfortable with? And that's going out in the middle of the water when you don't want to. Like, that's going to bring us deeper again. And this, there's only three months left, three months left of this year. So if I really, with the new online business and stuff launching, if I really want to make myself in the best physical state that I can, it's going to be, I, I need to go deeper again to, yeah. to make sure that I'm zoned in. Like, I want to have no distractions. I, lo- I love it. And the willing, and the willingness you have to have to get into what we're talking about is so, yeah. Yeah, so powerful. Because imagine if you told that to someone listening, like, 
on Wednesday morning at 4am, we're going to go into the middle of Talabudra Creek and play some weird music on a UE boom and breathe in the middle of the, of the river. Like, people are like, fuck that, I'm not doing that. But I want people to think that because yeah. by them thinking that makes me feel like I'm doing something that other people aren't. It's it's a it's a closed mindset. It's no different to a boxer that has to get ready for a fight and he has to do things that a normal human being would never even comprehend. Yeah. It's, it's a videographer that works for Gymshark has to perform at a level second to none above the average person that will just edit videos mm. on there on you know what i mean yeah it's like everything to get to where you to get to these levels that you want to be euphoric at you have to do things that other people won't fucking exactly. even think about doing bro I've, I've i've always loved that if if other people are doing it i don't want to do it like yeah. even, that's why i think even now with filmmaking and stuff like that's why i lost interest in it for a little bit there and it was like so many people are coming and doing it now. For me, it's not. I wasn't really different to anybody else. I wasn't offering something. Yeah. I felt like I was just another number. You know what I mean? But by now, showing people my journey of like going deeper within myself, like not a lot of people are keen to show this. So by me showing it and um, the people are like you know Mitch and Lena, like I feel like now I'm doing something different, and pe- the people are they're keen to watch it, and then that's going to reflect back on. On everything that I have going on in my Pe- life, people are people are obviously keen to hear it because obviously people are asking me to get you on it. Mm. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? I'm talking, you know, tens of people are asking me to, to when I'm putting out polls. Like, your names come up, come up, come up, come up, come up. Yeah, and it's it's like when I I obviously knew you through Mitch and through, through mutual Lino and obviously mutual friends and that. It's like and obviously we we've been on this. We're going through this similar journey. Mm. You're you're probably a little bit further along on certain yep. breathwork than me. And and but but either way, we, I now now you have to seek to understand to be understood. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like when you start to, it's like now I can effectively communicate this because I'm I'm doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm I'm living it. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm understanding it. I'm I'm going in deeper. I'm learning more about myself every day. Yeah. I'm trying to add more value to the world. You're doing the same. Mm. And that's why it's such a timely podcast to do, mate. Because it's because it's, it's I honestly believe that if this gets four hundred, five hundred, two thousand people to look into breathwork mm. and to really understand that that is everything that they're looking right, everything you're fucking looking for is within you, right? Yeah. So that Tesla, that fucking everything that you're buying to make yourself feel a certain way, to give yourself that to give yourself that buzz, that coffee you have in the morning, to give you a buzz. All that is external shit that mm. if you just go back to breath and go back to looking within, you will you will question everything that you're adding externally onto your life to make you feel a certain way about other things. Yeah. And it and it will and it will change your fucking life. It did it did. I, I remember like even just the simple things when I would was very early on in my process was Lena was like, you know, where where do you want to be? Where do you want to go? And like when I sort of really got to dive deep into myself and I found where I wanted to be, since that day, I've done everything that I can to make sure that every day I'm stepping closer and closer to get there. So that's why I think what I was saying, like that warrior mode is like, I, I know that I know the things that I, I've got, I wrote down a few things that I wanted to achieve before the end of, 20, of this year, 2021. And there's only, there's only two things I have on that list left to go. And I know I'm going to tick them off before, but... All the rest, like I moved into a new house, um, 
you know, I've really dug. I've got my um, health back where I, where I wanted it to be. Like even just being able to run 15k's. Like when I was partying yeah. and stuff, there's no way I'd ever be able to do that. I actually just um, had a surgery done two weeks ago as well that I've been needing to get done for for years. But it was like um, I just never had because it was like seven grand to do it. So it was like I didn't want to fucking spend seven grand on a surgery. It was like that I didn't really you know not many people knew about. So yeah. I've been putting that off and then, you know, to tick that off my list and that's all done now and sorted out, um, you know, this, this, these little stepping stones along the way is like breath work is, I can literally put it down to the reason why I'm succeeding and ticking off my, my list is because of breath work, 100%. Yeah, because you've opened yourself up to, to, to doing to doing the internal work. Yeah. And that's all anybody can ask. It's not, you don't need to be there day one. But you need to understand that this shit is fucking hundred percent real. It's and, real, and and I, uh, you know, if there's one thing you know about me, if you've listened to this for any time, you will know that if it's on here, I'm telling you for a fucking reason. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to fucking. I've got nothing to sell you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I've got fuck all to sell you. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, if you want to change your life, if you want me to have any impact on your life, if you want, if you want Jaden to do the same, like. You have to fucking understand. You have to look into breath work, and you have to be willing and open to learning what it can bring to your game because yeah. it will enhance everything you do. It opens your mind up. It, it stops it, now. I don't care about what anybody else thinks. Like even before this, I never really cared about what anyone else thinks. But even now, even more than ever, it's like yeah. even just the fact when you're sitting there and it looks weird and people are walking past and shit. Like at the start, first time you do it, you might be looking around and being like, well, "I wonder what these people are thinking." But yeah. now, because especially in dress work, too, you got, you make a lot of, like you can make a lot of noise and you know, yeah, like you, yeah, you yeah. scream or like things can come out. Which things, things they're just emotions yeah. that are stored within you. That you've been suppressing exactly, and then when you when you lose the sort of um, your vision around you, and you don't care about what people are listening to or thinking, that's like that reflects on your whole life, not just in the breath, yeah. not just in that morning. Yeah. You, you you block out the noise in that breath work session. You you block out the noise in the rest of your life, and that's, then the and then the real the real you comes out. The real work starts. Yeah, and can I can I just say this right? When you, I think this will this will resonate with a lot of you that are listening right now. I used to think to myself, and and bearing in mind that a lot of good shit has happened to me in my life, predicated on the way I operate. Mm. But then certain things would keep, certain patterns would keep happening in my life. It might be certain type of woman that I attract into my life, mm. a certain type of thing, energy that I attract into my life that I didn't like. And the reason it kept coming into my life and it kept showing its face was because of of the way I'd operate and and the energy I'd put out on certain vibrational levels yeah. bec- because of how I'd conditioned myself to be, yeah. right? And when you do breath work and when you open up that thing, you, you start to distill, distill all that energy and get rid of all that shit. Yeah. And then you can, then you can clearly see what you do what that lesson was teaching you 100%. and it shouldn't you sh- if you keep so if you're someone out there and you're like you know every partner i've attracted into my life has as has, has done this <laughs> yeah. right it's that that is reason. that that is that lesson keeps repeating itself to you for a fucking reason yeah and you're ignoring it exactly yeah by become whatever you've got to do whether it's meditation whether it's breath work whatever you got to do to become 
become more inward. Do that. Listen to yourself. And that will show you the path of how to fuck that off and Mm. start attracting other things into your life. Because I guarantee you, that is what really changes things. It's what's really changed things for me. Mm. Well, I think, like, this is what a lot of people, even now, like, because I'm putting out this energy of of showing my emotions and things like that, People, a lot of people are coming to me about their relationship problems and things like that as well, which is something that, like, I have never would have thought people would come to me for. But I think the one thing that I always like to say to people is, like, I've obviously been through, you know, you you go through relationship issues and things like that, and... I think like the one thing that I always think now is I'm so happy with who I am as a person. Yeah. I don't care if a girl in my life comes or goes because I know what I'm doing is is right. I'm on the right path. So yeah. I don't let it affect my I used to let it affect me a lot. Like yeah. I would Same get, here, bro. you know, Same I'd get here, really if I would go if 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 the girl that I was seeing wasn't happy, I wasn't happy. You know, my yeah. my emotions reflected on what they felt. But now so a lot of people come and say, oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm going through this with my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, well, man, it's not it's not her. It's you. Like, yeah. you, if you're happy, yeah. even though you could love someone, everyone, everyone's got feelings, you could love somebody. But if you let it affect you, it's because of your own issues. It's not because of the girl. This, you know what I mean? This is this is, this is it, bro, right? And, I'm, and again, I'm going to be totally fucking honest with people on there. The two women that I've that I've had feelings for that have that in the last 16 months 24 months that have um left me feeling a little bit like broken inside so to speak Mm. is the only way i can describe it is all down to me yeah it is everything everything within that was down to, to 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 me and what what i what work i needed to do yeah right and when you're um, when you're a man who's willing to do that fucking work, you can free yourself from that shit. And it's like I realised that those that those two situations present themselves because of of emotional baggage that was tied way back to my my childhood with my mum. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And the reason those type of women were presenting themselves in my life was because I hadn't boxed off how I felt about I'd logically I'd got over it. Mm. Logically I'd got over that shit. Mm. But emotionally it was all still trapped in my body. Yeah. And when things trigger you, emotionally you will react because be, the way that your body always reacts. Yeah, exactly. And it will present certain things. So sir, so in for argument's sake, a woman may present you with a with, with a scenario as a te- as a test in your life and you'll keep reacting the same fucking way because exactly. emotionally you've reacted like that since you were fucking four years old. Yeah. Well, what breathwork does is allows you to go to the, to the depths, depths, depths of that emotion and release it as, release it from your body and release it at a cellular level. Mm. And then it's amazing that, that you, you, you don't keep going to seek that anymore. No. Nah. Because you're not seeking that, you're not seeking that type of validation from from if I was if I was seeking that type of validation from my mum, it's it's not strange that I'm seeking those type of from validations other from other people throughout my life. Yeah. Yes, they could be fucking the most beautiful women in the world to look at, mm. but if I'm still repeating the same pattern from my childhood throughout my life, they are not the fucking women that I want to be around. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. And, and that is the power of what breathwork has already shown me. And we're only we're only a few months in. Mm. If that's the power, a few months in, imagine. 
what can be on the other side of it doing it 12 months, two years. Exactly. That's what Mitch keeps telling me. He's like, bro, he's like, you're only three months in. He's like, imagine 12 or imagine 24. It's like, I, yeah, the amount of like change that I've had over the past couple of months, I can't even imagine where I'll be. Like, I'm so happy now. Whatever happens in the next 12 months, like, it's going to happen, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm here for the journey. Have you, have you noticed in your life that you, after doing breath work, have you noticed that there was certain, like what I've just described in particular, have you, did, have you, have you learned that that's shown up for you? Like in terms of, um, I definitely think that the, the, was there patterns there? Yeah, definitely. There was patterns. So I think like any relationship that I've had in the past is, <clears throat> I kept going back to the yeah the exact. It felt like I was living in a in a repeating movie. You know yeah. what I mean? I could even when I was in yeah. it, I could tell you the ending yeah. before it had ended. You mate, know, but I was mate, like hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. The 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 and it's so fucking important, bro. Because I'm like <laughs> when it ended with his last woman, right? I was like, I swear I've been here before, yeah, bro. Exactly, hundred percent. I looked back at. Uh, like all, f- I look back at every fucking woman I've seen in the la- since I was since I was fucking in school, mm. and it all ended with the same way. And I'd always reacted the same fucking way. And I'd, I'd always like, right, fuck it, this is- <laughs> like, like because you, you've created that's yeah, your movie, you know, because that's because that's your reality, bro. Yeah, like you, you've you've I created the same fucking pattern of events with the same type of women. Yes, they all look different. They all look different. Yeah. All, but it's the same fucking thing. Well, human, we're all, uh, you know, we're all a creature of habit, you know. We yeah. fall back yeah. into doing the same things. Where That's why it's so, that's why I'm genuinely so interested in even my own life right now is because previously I could have told you the ending to my movie. Right now, I can't tell you the ending to my movie. I've got no fucking cause idea. Because you're still creating it. I'm still creating it right you're now. You're not living it, you're creating it. Yeah. That is very important. He's yeah. not living it, he's creating it. And that's the same thing with me. It's like, don't get me wrong, I had a good pattern of success in other areas of my life, like my fitness and, mm. and, and other stuff and that, that was going real well. But then my relationships on this side of the coin were, were all ending in the same light. We're all starting in the same vein, ending <laughs> yeah. in the same vein. Yeah. And I always felt like disappointed in that. And I was like, what? And, and, it, and it took me back. And when, when it was stripped back, it was like because of... It was, it was, it was all predicated to do with that childhood. Mm. It's all predicated to do with that. So when you, when you, it's all right logically looking at it and removing the logical behind it, but you've got to remove the emotional attachments to that shit. Yeah, 100%. Right? What I've realized is I went down Burley Pav at the weekend, right? <laughs> Burley Pav, for those of you that don't know if you're in England, <laughs> that is like a, it's like a, it's a nice, it's a real nice place, one of the most epic views on the Gold Coast of, of the sunset and the, on the city and all that stuff. Real nice venue. Real nice venue. Mm. I, I go there and I know and I because of the amount of work that that I'm doing, I'm going there and I'm thinking, fuck me, how many broken people are in the world? Oh, a hundred. I'm sat there and and I and I'm just sat there and I'm, uh, I'm drinking my diet coke because I don't drink much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat there and I'm drinking it with my I've got my mate George there, and uh, we just sat there and and fucking we we we're just in deep in deep engrossed in the conversation. 
And then he's like, fuck, we, we've been in a conversation a little while now. And there's people yeah. coming up because obviously people can see your energy. So people are attracted to because co- you're, you're actually having a present conversation. Like, there's no phones, bro. It's like literally, pr- we're, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. we're both fully present. And, and, just, yeah. and, and just, and pe- and, and I kept finding it weird how people kept coming, joining with this conversation because like, it was just, it was just weird, bro. I'd yeah, never, yeah. I'd never thought of it like this before. And then I look around the room and it's like, I see why now mm. because everybody, else it just felt like was like engrossed in this in this in this phone yeah or or be or they were trying to be somewhere else rather yeah. than being right there right present right now yeah they're well, and, they're, they're, and, they're in them they're in their monday to friday movie and, you know and they're in that fucking weekly loop the mate. weekly loop that's and, the one and yeah they keep they keep rolling this and and they and they end up at burley power every saturday and sunday but it's the same night out yeah that, that i guarantee you, this is what i've found lately as well because i've been sober for the past three months like i've had go out and have a drink with dinner or something like yeah. that but like i haven't been drunk in three months so uh, same thing. I had an experience at Burley Pav where I went there, hundred percent sober, like just on diet cokes, like you were. And the amount of people that were coming up to me and just like, you know, I said, oh hey man, I've seen you, like you, you, you know, you're doing this, blah blah blah. And they're like, oh, let me buy you a drink. And then I'm like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not drinking that. They're like, they look at you weird. and then and then they look at you weird at the start, and you're like, what do you mean? And then I'm like, oh no, I'm going for a run in the morning. And they're like. What the fuck are you going for a run? Like, yeah, yeah, Sunday mornings I usually go and do yeah, the mega run thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I go, we do 10Ks, blah, blah, blah. And then, especially like, even like, I don't know, when you're talking to the girls or something, like, at the first, like, it almost makes them feel like, like, oh, they, it, it belittles yeah. them a little bit. Yeah. Eh? Like, I, I don't mean to do it, yeah. but they almost feel shit about themselves because they're like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. you, like you're really, you're, you're, you're doing that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they, they, it puts the, it makes them sort of feel like, oh, fuck, like, what am I doing? Because they're drunk, they're there at the pub, you know. Yeah, it but, makes them question you. And I don't mean to do that. And I'm like, no, it's all good. You drink, like, you have fun. Like, it's just yeah. not what I'm doing right now. I'm not, I'm not judging anyone for going and drinking at the pub. Nah, because I'll still be there. There'll be another day where I'll go yeah, there and I'm yeah. fucked up. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. not party again, yeah. you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, and there'll be days when you want to do that. Yeah. But the problem is, there's a lot of people that go there, and a lot of people that go to these go to these venues and go and get drunk every week mm. because they're trying to numb themselves from doing the fucking work that they should be doing. Exactly, and that's and that's all that's all I mean. And when you, st- I mean, I've never drank alcohol, right? Mm. Never smoked. But the but the thing is, people people will judge you for that now. Exactly, yeah, 100%. People people are like, what do you mean you don't drink? You're a bit weird, aren't you? (laughs) And I'm like, bruv, don't you think it's weird that you need alcohol to even go and have a conversation with a woman? Yeah, exactly. Don't you think it's weird that you need alcohol to go and have fun? Yeah. Like, do you not see that the person who's weird in this situation isn't fucking me, bro? It's, yeah, it's exactly. It's, like, it's not. It's not. I'm yeah. trying to get closer to my truth. You're, yeah. you're fucking trying to get away from it. Get away from it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and, and that, even that night that I was there and I experienced all this sort of stuff. Like I drove myself home, went, and I, 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 I knew everybody's night out. I seen everybody there. I knew exactly what you got up to, what you got up to, what, and I woke up the next day and went for my run, and they're all still either partying or they're asleep, and I'm like, yeah. See, there's two. I've had the same night out as what you have, but I've just made a different choice. Yeah. Which, yeah. My choices have led me to be feeling fucking on top of the world on a Sunday yeah, morning. I've yeah. just ran 10K. Yeah. And I've still been to the PAV the night before. Yeah, because you've. Because you, cause you can go to these venues and you can have a great time and you can socialize and, and have food and be yeah. normal and all this stuff. All you've taken away is the narcotics yeah. and the fucking alcohol. 
and then you freed your mind. So yeah. you can go to bed at 11 o'clock, and that yeah. still might be a late night, or 12 o'clock. Because I'd go home tired. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I'm not yeah. going home buzzing. Like, I'm going home, I'm yeah. ready for bed. Yeah. And, I, and I'm excited to wake up. I've got something to wake up for the next day. A lot of these people, it's Sunday, they've got no, they, they got yeah, no work, they've got yeah, nothing yeah. to wake up for. So by me forcing myself to go for this run on a Sunday morning, that gives me something to be like, no, I need to go home and go to bed now because I have this to wake up for and, in the morning. And that, and that right there is essentially how you've changed your life and how I'm changing uh, how I continue to change mine is simply this: we've set we 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 know there's certain things that we can do if we want to go and do them. But not that I'd ever drink or do drugs and that. But like you can go do them if you ever want to go do them. Mm. But you've got a framework to operate within because you've done the deep. The, you've because you've gone that little bit deep in the surface level within yourself, yeah. and you've actually understood. Okay, actually. I'm doing that because I want to look a certain way yeah. and surround myself with a certain type of person. It was actually funny. I was talking to my mates yesterday because um, this weekend coming, uh, Will Sparks is playing at the Cali Beach Club. Yeah, yeah. And even like uh, on the opening and stuff, I seen all my friends were there. Like everyone was posting in online and all this sort of stuff. I still haven't been there yet because I'm like, I don't want to, uh, like, it, it, there was so much temptation, but I have, I've been building this online business. So I've, I've said to myself, I'm not going and partying until this is done because if I went and done that, I would feel bad about myself because I'm, I'm getting further away from my goals. Whereas yeah. now that I've, all the work's been done for my online course and this weekend, it's, you know, it's Sparksy's playing. So he's hit me up. He's like, let's go, man. Like, you know, it'll be a good time. So I'm like, sweet. This weekend, I can allocate this weekend to drinking because now the last three months, yeah. I've put in the work. I've done what I wanted to do. And I'm still young. I can go and have fun if I want to. Yeah. But by now, I feel, I don't, I'm not going to feel bad about being there. I'm not going to feel like, you know, I, I want to be there and I want to be in that environment partying with my friends and having a good time because I fucking deserve to be there. It's yeah, not, I'm not going there because yeah. it's a Saturday. I'm not yeah. going, it's not, it's not, I've selected this weekend because I feel like now is my reward for the work that I've yeah. put in. And it makes me feel good. I'm excited for this weekend. But you have to be able to forgo certain things in life to get to certain destinations that you want to get to yeah and 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 life is fully about taking things away rather than adding things exactly and when you and when and when you learn the power of the, of the value of that statement that i've just dropped there mm. when that clicks in your fucking head it will revolutionize how you move yeah you will move different you will yeah. move different because it's just it's just not about more it's always about less what what shit can i remove from my life exactly what's what stuff am i holding on to in the it, it, like it even in your home that's, mm. that's 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 negative energy on you you mm. see every day that fucking reaffirms a certain feeling in yourself mm. it's massive everything yeah. everything has everything has a every everything has a reaction to it man 100% and it's just like how, and it's also how you handle those reactions too yeah, and I think, mate, and mate, this has been a powerful podcast because I think it'll put into context the way that me and you are trying to turn up better every day. That's it. That's what. I, that's yeah. like. The, yeah. I, I, right now, I feel like I just want to be the best. It's so cliche to say, like, I don't want to be the best version of myself, but everybody says it, but no one's actually doing it. But I can stand here today and confident, confidently say that I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm mate. fucking doing that. You know, you, I, I'm not you, just saying it you, as a cliche. You, 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 you and me, you and me both, mate, for ye- for years. For years, mate, I, I, I was turned up how the world wanted. I, for years, I turned up how I thought the world wanted Frankie to be mm. rather than who Frankie was. Exactly. And ever since I've found podcasting and I've found all this kind of stuff and I'm doing it for a reason way beyond myself, it's become I've become so much lighter mm. 
and things have really started to change, man. And yeah. that, uh, and I see that in you too. Yeah. So I uh, make phenomenal, right? And the one thing I like to do before we sign off the podcast is, if there's one piece of advice that you got to leave for the world, and you couldn't leave anything else, you couldn't leave your course or nothing else you're doing. You could only leave that one piece of pearl of wisdom and advice that you've lived through that you could instill into others what would it be i definitely feel like you need to build a team around you to to help get yourself out of any situation you're never going to do it by yourself so that's what happened with me in my situation for so long i kept it to myself and thought that you know i was the only person that was going to be able to get myself out of here which in some cases is true but trust me it is a lot easier to do it when you've got a team of people behind you helping you in the right direction it becomes you know you've got one person paddling your boat it's fucking hard to go upstream but if you've got 10 people you're going to be hooking so that's definitely what i've found you know my friends and family around me ever since i've you know had my incident is i've got people behind me now who uh, they've always backed me but i just thought that by me doing the making the wrong decisions i thought they would be angry at me but trust me that they're definitely you know the people around you love you and they care about you so it doesn't matter what you do if you can be honest and you know explain to people that you fucked up and need some help they're going to be there to help you yeah yeah and you'd be surprised who'll be there for for you when you when you stand up and take account for who you are too exactly so guys if if we've dropped as much value as i think we've dropped on your ears today do me a favor yeah share this on socials drop a message to to, to me or Jaden on social media at frankie lee and you, what's yours at Jaden hoskins yeah at Jaden hoskins yeah and drop drop us a message man let us know if we've impacted you in any way i, I certainly would love to hear it. i know Jaden would too yeah if you can do us a solid favor and leave a review on apple as well a comment on on YouTube, whatever you got to do, put this in as many people's ears as possible. I think people need to start really understanding who they are, and I think I think breath work and I think real conversations like this that we bring you every week is where it needs to start. Mm. Because, it, and, and I'm not saying this to be out there or anything, but I've listened to a lot of podcasts that are classed as what I term as competition. In, in Australia especially. And it's so surface level, a lot of this shit mm. that they're talking about. There's no depth to it. I'm trying to put real conversations and real depth and real purpose in this because I'm actually trying to fucking move all of you forward. Mm. I actually fucking care about you. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? If you yeah, listen exactly. to this, I actually fucking care about you. <laughs> know that. He knows the fucking truth. I'm telling you. Right? I'm telling you straight. So if you could do that for me, if you could share the content, I know you might have already shared it, shared another one share this one too like just please just if if we're giving you any value i'd appreciate it and i'll drop the links in the in to the course and everything else that Jaden talked about as well and our instagrams and that if you want to follow us but much love we appreciate you and thanks again Fair. don't forget to subscribe to the frankie lee podcast